Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Rivers Post. I'm Lex. I'm T. You know what? I can't. You gonna hey, it wasn't that bad this time. It wasn't time. that bad. It wasn't that bad this time. Not as it's been bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Because he had like a whole 45 second pause last time. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. So, I mean, so, come on. You know what? He, he did some What did he tell you last week? week? Nigga, go on to the next question. Yeah, Shit. No, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> and who you hear in the background is becoming one of our regulars <laughs> at this point. I'm And it's supposed to be quarantine type shit, you know. Shit, we is quarantine. Yeah, I guess so. My closet is closed, so yeah. now I'm upset. I'm yeah, still working. Yeah, I ain't done shit since, but motherfucking work. That's it. Niggas catching it at post office left and right. And they still. And they still got y'all in the damn. <laughs> Um, for those of y'all who are listening who can't quite catch the voice, that's just red, not a folk. Yeah, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> On this Easter weekend, and I ain't even playing that, it just came up. Wow, look at that. <laughs> yeah, it's your boy just read 904 back again, man. With two of my favorites. And look, you're just a regular at this point, man. Like, you're no longer a guest in our home, so you can, like, just roam around the kitchen. Hey. And now, you're just a regular on the show. Like, you just got to get your picture and just put it, just plug it in, uh huh. Yeah, we got we, we talked about it. We, we talked about it. We got to talk about the contracts, you know. <laughs> I, has T got his assistant yet? I, I mean, when he get his assi- yeah, you know, we can't, we can't until he get his assistance. Um, you know, I can't get put. Old ass old lady. I can't get put in the budget. You know. She ain't got no TV. Call a young gummy. You know what? I'm gonna get him. Oh. <laughs> oh, I hope it ain't like that shit we just watched. Oh I my god. Hey, your money's on the table. What? Like basically, hey, spit my out. shit out and get the fuck out. Like, oh, uh, you, you have it, you have serious issues. <laughs> he said, "Don't talk, just listen." <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, you told me you had an icebreaker for us. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need an assistant. We gonna have to get him one. Got you. Uh-oh. All right, we might have to get an assistant. That's cool. Well, basically for you, dog. Oh, shit. There it is. <laughs> get on. Don't worry about it. Get on. Ghost Riders, goddammit. We're going to get your ass. We're gonna, I'm gonna get, get on. Next time we record, I got y'all. Don't even worry about it. Okay. You and your sidekick. So back in your younger days. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Have you ever been or uh, heard about a rumor going around that somebody slept with you that didn't? Hmm. So did anybody make you a notch on their belt that actually didn't get it in with you? Um, remember my cousin? A cousin? No. Oh <laughs> shit! Hold on. Let's 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 talk about this. I don't talk to hey. Do you remember my cousin? Hey, I'm not gonna lie. That was the first thing in my mind too. Hold on. See, this is what y'all get. Put the cart before the horse. Listen. Hey, I mean, listen. Don't put no awkward pause behind. I remember my cousin. Didn't get a chance to fucking. It was no pause, so I had to jump right in. But anyway, I can't say her name on air. I won't say her name on air. Okay. The one that I was hanging out with heavily when we first met. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to do the little double date thing. So she found one. He brings a friend, right? Yep. Well, he said that we did something. And 
he didn't say it then. It was like many years later. It was at um we first got together, I was working at daycares. Right. At a daycare. One of the other No, uh you said towards us, no that's As we progress. You work for Jeffrey? Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. That's fine. I went back to the hood. Fucking years from that. I did like towards yeah. us like three years. We get inside the point. Let's get okay. Yeah. Anyway, she um, the girl who was working with me. I guess he seen me out the little side window when she went to lunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he told her that we slept together, and I was like, "Why would you tell her?" And we work together. That's number one. So I said, "You know what? The next day when he comes and brings you on lunch, bring his little fat ass in this bitch." We gotta have a talk. So we talked it out. I told him, I said, now tell me what you told her. I ain't telling nothing. Mm. Oh no, no, no. Y'all seem to have a lot to talk about yesterday on the 45 minutes late, right? Let's talk about it now. I mean, what was his point of going by saying A girl, like I see if it was some dudes or something. Yeah. But you Oh. Cause he seemed like he trying to put you out there like Yeah, basically was trying to tarnish your name for some reason. Like, this ain't trying to. He ain't trying to prove nothing to his own boys or nothing like that. This is some hoe that he fucking with. I'm like, damn. Like, right, so he was mess. Wow. I'm like, just so happened we just so happened to work mm. at the same place or whatever. But I was like, uh, no, nigga, let's talk about. I was on the topic of the lunch break period. What the fuck is happening around the water cooler? Damn. <laughs> Bring this shit to me. So of course he had to come back and he had to his word and he talking so. Oh no, nah, I was just no, nope, ain't no, I was just nothing, bro. Like. People die behind shit like that. I know people don't do that. You want to die? <laughs> what, what, what you said? Do you feel lucky today, punk? Do you? Wow. I mean, I'm just saying. That was you. So you. That was it. I know he was more like a um. I need my nails done type person. So, I'm oh. so he come, he drops the money off, and then it depends on. So you had so you just like do it on the movie. You got niggas leaving it on the dresser. Leave it alone. Listen, and if I felt if I felt nice that day, then of course with my little big brother, the one say I'm like, hey, so you can take us and get something to eat. By us, I mean, nigga, you gotta feed everybody that's at my house that day. And then I'm like, all right, well you can go on about your business and be fucking okay, married. So when you paid for that uh, that rumor then? No fuck you did. Yeah, she ain't finna go around telling me, telling people I did all this and that, and I ain't hit it. Shit, I didn't tell no motherfucking body. That was him. And like, why would you wait so many years later? Like, three years that passed. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought I was dead to you. What kind of shit is this? I answer the icebreaker. Y'all gonna answer? Huh? I don't think women go out and lie about fucking a dude. Yeah, I don't think that that ever occurs that women go out and say, "Oh yeah, I fucked him," and they really didn't. I don't think that that I mean, that comes out. I mean, season her coochies, she might. So yeah, you have a lot on dudes. My cooch not that season, so. <laughs> <laughs> that don't need to lie. I mean, yeah. have been around a female uh, said something like that to a dude, and you know, like. Y'all didn't sleep together. No. It's not too common. I don't think it's too I common. I guess not. I mean, I've I've had somebody kind of spread some other shit because 
me knocking them off ain't go the way that they wanted it to go. I just said, little dick motherfucker. Nah. Well, no, it wasn't like along the lines of that, but they was like trying to prevent some other shit from taking place because somebody else got chose over them. So they tried to, you know, obviously slander and shit ended up backfiring on them. But yeah. I ain't. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you ain't got a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out. But, you know, you try to do what you do. But, nah, I, ain't, I don't think, like I said, I don't think women just go around and randomly say, yeah, I fucked this dude. Just to say, you know, to, to put a notch on their belt. I mean, that's quite naturally, you know, most women would wish that they could get, the, the you know, wish they, they could get the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and erase some shit off of their record, you know? They would rather say didn't fuck this dude when they know damn well. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't count. It was, it was a or more so, you know. Fell off my credit, you know. Yeah, you know, they, they looking for the statute of limitations and shit. You know, they more so like. You know, technically, it didn't last more than three minutes, so it, it don't count, you know, some shit like that. But, no. Head, you know? Yeah, women don't, don't really go around and try to add notches to their belt, you know. If anything, they're trying to find a whiteout. So stupid. <laughs> Listen, so Red wanted to speak on. Well, I know we spoke on this before on one of our episodes, keeping it real or keeping it alive. Basically, buying black. You had an experience that you want to speak about. Yeah. Um. Follow a couple different individuals that do like catering and do like food trucks and things like that on Instagram. And I reached out to one in particular. And I mean, that food looks amazing. Would love to try it. Would love to, you know, experience it. But quite naturally, I'm not a huge seafood eater. I mean, there are certain things that I will eat. I'll eat like fried shrimp or shrimp and, you know, in certain preparations i'll eat and one of their items appears to be seafood rice and a lot of their meals come with seafood rice so i reached out the question what all is in your seafood rice i don't want your recipe i don't want to know how you prepare it i just want to know the items that are in it because i quite naturally i don't eat crab i don't eat um scallops and stuff like that so if that's something that's in it then you know what maybe I want to find out what could be an alternative that I can get outside of this. Hell, I could be called, you know, DMing you this information or asking you this because I'm trying to gather an order for the office. I run an office. And quite naturally at times, we all get together. Hey, what you doing for lunch? Oh, okay. Well, I'm doing this. Oh, you know what? That sounds good. Let me order with you. Let me order with you. I could be ready to, you know, come bring you 15 orders, something to support your business. But after that question, crickets, you did not respond. You did not say a thing. So how? maybe you're happy with the following that you do have. Naturally, I know the location of where they're at and the times that I've seen. It's always been packed full of people. So obviously your product is good, but your customer service to me sucks ass. I hate that. And that to me, you know, people are always saying, People don't want to support blacks. So people don't want to um, buy black or want to support our businesses when we go out and we do things or whatever. 
but this is the reason why. Yeah, I mean, when you do things like this, sometimes as the, the saying goes, you could have just completely blocked your own blessing. Because who's to say, no, I don't have thousands of followers on Instagram or things like that. But who's to say, I didn't, you didn't respond back. If you would have responded back to me, I would have ordered from you. I would have gotten it and blasted and put pictures out there. Spoke on it, gave you advertisement to get more people and more people to, you know, understand and come out and patronize your business. Who's to say that my little bit of followers, right? Important followers, right? I'd rather have a little bit of important followers than have a lot of non important followers, exactly. You know, and like I said, and like I mentioned to you, and I love this woman to death, made the shout out to Wendy Holly, Wendy Hollywood Holly, you know, and this is a it's a free plug, it is what it is, but one thing about it. She keeps it 100 with people. She looks out for the community. And anytime you ever hit her about anything concerning her business, she's right there, Johnny, on the spot to let you know about it. So those that are listening to us that are in Duval County, make sure y'all go out only on Moncrief. Go support my own girl, Wendy Hollywood Holly. Listen, I had a lady reach out on Facebook. She's in one of those um, black businesses in the Jacksonville location. And she was like, anybody selling bonnets? No one had posted that. That message had been out there for an hour. Now, you know we've been talking about this. Oh, I did. Did you? I did, real Oh, quick. okay. Because I was going to get so on you if you did. The only thing that's holding me back, I thought I got material because she's like, she's just looking for plain material for her and her daughter. I'm like, I'm just waiting for my elastic to come in. I said, and by everybody doing these masks now. So, it's a short tone elastic. Mm-hmm. But my delivery is saying Friday. I can start selling your stuff this week. You know, and then... Do that. I said, if anything, if it by any chance gets delayed, I will let you know. Man, you better go on and find some old drawers and take the elastic out of them uh, bitches and put them in there. <laughs> Shit, she won't know the difference. Yeah. You know, but I won't. But, <laughs> but you know, I am. But yeah. I, um, tomorrow she came in. Was it Wednesday morning? And it was like, hey, you got my job on a mask. I was like, um, okay. Okay, cool. Then by the time I woke up good and got downstairs, because tomorrow he'll come in here, give us a kiss, and he'll come sit down here for a little bit or whatever. I get downstairs, oh, I got three more orders for you. What's going on? What's happening? Um, Supporting and growing your business. That's what's happening. <laughs> we we just talked about this last we week now. the next morning, comes, oh, the lady at my job got a whole order. She wrote a list. I said, she wrote a list? Wait a minute, Jesus. Hey. Whoa. Taking off like game busters. I'm assuming so. So, I'm happy for the little blessings that I've, I've got this week. I'm like, okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. But when he came out, I, and I texted you, I said, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> it was raining that day. My sewing machine was like, bitch, hey. I don't sew during the week. Uh, come back to me maybe Thursday, Friday. We'll holler at you or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't even raining. Broke, like, it was. I broke three fucking needles <laughs> on the sewing machine. And I was like, what the fuck? You know what? This fuck life. I'm just giving up, Jesus. So I texted him. I said, "My knees hurt." You know what? Your knees. What the fuck do your knees got to do with the soul? I don't want to do it no more. (laughs) Yeah. I panicked. At the job, me and her was talking. Later, putting the order. Mm -hmm. Talking about because a white lady, she was doing the mask thing, Mm -hmm. but she basically was selling hers for like a dollar or two dollars or whatnot. So. I gave the guy one, one of yours that you made, all uh, the material and thick and stuff. 
Now the Lloyd lady just selling like a basic plain. A plain mask. A mask layer. Something that probably ain't gonna protect you from shit. Men lady that's got the order. She's like, I like, I like your wife's on. It's nice, thick. I know this is gonna protect me. Right. But the guy came in talking about why they so much. She like, see that, see, black people, we just yeah, we don't want to support each other, but we'd rather go to the elders and white, yeah, yeah, lady and oh, this little thin thing, oh, this but little, he's gonna die. And see, he's gonna, he's gonna exactly, you gonna get you gonna get this shit and you gonna die. Mine's got anywhere between four to six layers of fabric. I was looking at um, Instagram today, matter of fact, and Kenny Smith, there was somebody reposted a video of Kenny Smith, the um, basketball player, where they were, like, showing a test of the mask. Mm-hmm. And what he did is he took, like, the um, the, the grill lighters, the, one, the long one, mm-hmm. and he lit it. And his son had on, like, this little flimsy little mask, and basically he kind of just told him, hey, blow. And he was able to blow the flame off of the lighter. But then Kenny Smith had on like a thicker one, obviously the one that's utilizing the N95 that's supposed to protect you, and he could not blow through his mask. So, I mean, quite naturally, you want something that's thicker that's going to protect you. Yeah, this lady going to sell you this for a dollar, yeah. but basically she's selling you your death. Yeah. She, she, you, just, you just bought your death, your ticket to hell or heaven for a dollar. But this is the thing we got us too, because we looked at each other, because dude was like, he was looking at yours, and he was like, well, where, where, why is the stitching right there? See, we like this. See, you niggas f- like fuck the stitching. And, I, and that's why I, and that's that's why I told that's you. That's why I was telling him. That, and then, like, she, my sister-in-law, she called me that night, too. She was like, you got to stop being so hard on yourself. And I said, I hear you and Donovan. I do. I was like, but my thing is, that's what I don't want to come back to. Because but, I'm only nice for so long, and then I'm going to get pissed. And then I'm going to be like the dude with the truck. Like, fuck you. I don't need your shit. I, and I feel you on that. But my thing is this. A hundred percent. If it's going to save my life, I don't give a fuck. If you stitched it in in any direction, if you stitched zigzags on that motherfucker, if it's going to save me, zigzag away. And you questioning on what the stitch. Yeah, don't make it up. Yeah. Make a big deal about like you trying to find something wrong with this one. When you just want to just go with the white lady anyway, go ahead. So, just go ahead. You ain't got to buy what we sell. That that's the, the the horrible mentality that we have as a people, and in all honesty, when it comes to one supporting one another or supporting thing, everybody. I think the the saying in one song is that's how people get messed up. Always trying to get a cheaper price. Yeah. You always one trying to get a cheaper price instead of paying for quality. You know something as simple. I told um. You know, a friend of mine, like, he was like, hey, I just got this. And I'm like, well, why did you get that? Well, because it was the cheapest one. No. I mean, you get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. Cheaper is not always better. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing about it, and like I mentioned to you when we were talking about it, you know, beforehand, everybody wants to talk about what we charge when we go out on business ventures and stuff like that and what we charge for our product or what it is that we're doing. And... Well, can I get a discount? Let me let me try it at this rate right here, and then if it's good, then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna support you at full cost. No, support me it, now. It, it, support me now. Support me for what it is. You know, quite I'm naturally. Look for you later on. Exactly. You know, um, everybody and even black women included, 
went crazy over you know Kylie's lips and all of this stuff yeah. and when her products come you, you don't see them out there emailing a DM and Kylie hey can I get a discount on this this go round no you're paying 50 and 40 fucking dollars for fucking lipstick like but, I take I take care of my customers yeah older white dude he's a contractor I know he got the money right the thing about it is when I see it like that I look at it as a business opportunity he may know somebody else that know somebody that know somebody. That he yep. did reach out to one of his other contractors. He used me mm-hmm. to get something notarized, and he pay. He ended up paying my new rates or whatever. But the old guy, he's still paying my old rates. Right. But when he called me, I take my fat ass forty five minutes out, and I go notarize his fucking paperwork for them little ten dollars, even though it's costing me more in gas because I feel like he made. He, he going to put, right put you on to somebody else and put somebody else on to you to grow your business. Black yeah. girl, she come here and she gets something notarized. She's been here three times. The set, the third time, I end up giving her a discount. She done been with me a couple times mm-hmm. whatever. So I feel like this is how I do my return. You know, this is how I'm going to get back or whatever. I'm going to give mm-hmm. you a discount. Or if you refer somebody to me, I'm taking such and such off your bill or whatever. I think she sent somebody over and I told her that her next one would be on me. Right. I'll eat that. So she came back and she got, you know, something else notarized. I don't mind it. It's race is not a problem for me. I take care of those that look out. Care. Yeah. Right. And that's quite naturally the way that it should be. But in the aspect of saying race, we as a people, when it comes to supporting oh, we us, don't. we, we don't. we're horrible at it. Yes. That. We're horrible at it. That's why we can't get But then ahead, in the same in the same aspect you got some light business that you like. What the fuck? I should have went to the white man. Exactly. We and that's what I was going to say. You've got some of us that have legitimate businesses or doing things to provide, you know, goods or services, and our customer service is fucking piss poor. It's horrible. Yeah. Side note, really quick before you go on. Did um that person take care of that thing with you? No. You heard anymore? She started Monday, so no. I was gonna um, text her tomorrow. No, I'm gonna get on it right now. Okay, well, he's, I'm he's, gonna get on it right now. Appreciate that, okay? Yeah. But shoot, man. He ready? Hey. Because my, my thing is, hey, I pushed you on. I told you where to holler at. They did what you needed to do. You need to do what you're supposed to do, and that, that's just that. So yeah, I'm I'm on that right now. Okay, so before I go on, so. Um, like I said, my white customers, like I told you, I said this on a couple episodes ago, I'm like, I get more customers from white people than I do black people. And that's why I'd be like, mm. We question anything a black person selling, we question how much is it. But we go to a white person, we don't never ask. You don't ask no questions. They give us a price. Alright, we don't say it. Well, mm-hmm. can y'all look out nope. for, for me a, give me a discount? But if one of us, a black person selling something, but damn, you selling it for $20? Can I get give them 15 man? Prime, prime example. Black dude, I notarized something for him, right? You didn't check my prices prior to. But you needed this shit notarized ASAP. Now, you called me on a Sunday. I got up out of my bed. Well, we were going to Target anyway. So, we got up. Mm-hmm. I met him. And um, was telling him prior to me getting rid of the notarized stuff. I was like, well, you know, you got two documents. It's going to be $20 total. $20? Okay, well, being said, I'm not the only person no, that's open on Sundays that's going to answer your call. I said, and you could try it again. I guarantee you won't meet nobody. 
which is not a problem. And then you came to him. I like, and I came to you because I'm mobile. I hung up, and then what you can do, you can wait till tomorrow morning, and you can go by your bank and you can get a notarized for free. I said, but if it's gonna be a problem, my husband's sitting in the car right there, and my son looks small, but he's deadly. So either I can get out the car and go on the target like I was gonna do, or we can get this notarized, and you can go on about your day. I said, my thing is, I came to you. Because you said it was urgent. You called my phone at 7.39 this morning. I answered. That's crazy. Man. I had another black lady call me and tell me that she could find it cheaper. And that she was going to report me to Tallahassee about my notary license because I was charging too much. I said, what I'm charging for is my time and my gas mileage to come to you. So she told me she found somebody more professional. And I said, oh, it's a blessing on a Sunday afternoon. She told you she found somebody more professional? Mm-hmm. It's a blessing on a Sunday afternoon. Wow. And when they fucked up the paperwork, and when she called me back, I said, unfortunately, I'm going to have to refer you to your credit union or to your local UPS store. I'm good. Because you talked about me like a dog via text message. But you... But then you had to, come, you you had to come circle back. back around. Yep. Wow. See? That, that's... Ugh. But my thing is, with my ugh. customer service, like when you text, email me, or DM me, I'm trying to respond back quick. The only reason why I don't instantly respond back is because I didn't see it or I didn't hear it, but I'm going to catch it as soon. And I, the first words out of my mouth was, I'm sorry for the delay. How can I assist you? But black people, don't they don't have good customer service. At all. Taurus. Just hopping. You know, we, we keep it moving. <laughs> we keep it moving. Um, dang, what's the topic? See, oh. goddamn it. Cue cards. Well, I, was, I thought she was still on that. I am who you say I am. <laughs> what the hell? I was trying to give him a hint. Yeah, see? That's the song. Oh, okay. Well, see, I was trying to help him out. Segway. <laughs> Dang. Goddamn it. Top flight. This whole thing, what, last weekend? Um... Yeah, I guess pretty much like during the time we were recording last weekend, like everything was unfolding. All right, so he's dating Floyd Mayweather's oh. daughter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was your first issue right there. That was your first issue right there. She so-called stabbed NBA young boy's baby mom. Like, she got arrested, whatnot. They so, say she facing 99. Years? 99 years and a $10,000 fine, which I don't understand how. Who's going to pay it? I mean, well, shoot, it may be young boy, because according to him, he was like, we it. at my house that I motherfucking pay for, not her bitch-ass daddy. Oh. Yeah. I told Tavares if matches like it was on the floor and the walls with them, you know, like they just moved in, so I don't think they had, they waiting for their furniture to get uh, delivered. But my question is, Red, you got a daughter. Yep, yep. Or whatnot. Now, could you have... Your daughter boyfriend called you a bitch ass nigga. And who would you rather you would you check your daughter or we got to go just check him? Well, mm-hmm. here, here, here's the thing, and I mean y'all know I'm a little hot headed at times, a little Mister Pop Off, but um, in that instance, given who her daddy is. I say that little nigga bold as hell, cause I mean, we 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 talking somebody that literally gets paid millions of dollars 
but sometimes 30, 30 fucking minutes to knock a motherfucker out. Yeah, that um, matter of fact, the fight that we um, you y'all had to fight, yeah, yeah y'all had to fight party um I'm against I'm um, Victor Ortiz. Yeah, Victor Ortiz. Where um, yeah. basically he he hit him with a low blow, and the ref was like, "Hey, you good? You good?" Wow, oh, wow. and it's over. Yeah. And, you know, he is done. Like, so I mean, yeah. So you know. I think dude is hella bold to go out and say that, he but but, but, again, he but me got a lot to lose and not too much to gain if he check him. But you know it's gonna be Florida check him. Facts. Yeah. Because I mean he got he easily be a fan that check him. Very true. Which it don't necessarily have and that's what gets me with with these cats that they really think that they're untouchable and that they truly bulletproof or whatever. Um, and quite naturally, it could even be one of the cats that he's sitting there going at too in that whole thing because you're going at Kodak and his homeboys and the guys and his crew. But to go back to the question, me, I would say something to my daughter like, "Hey, I respect whatever it is that you're doing with this dude, but what you're going, what you're not going to allow, and what you're not going to have happen is you're not you're not going to have him coming at me. Yeah. It's only going to be so much of this that I'm gonna let slide before hey." Me and him, since he grown, I'm a grown ass man too. Before me and him have to have a conversation about this, now it's gonna start as a conversation, but whatever comes from it, understand it's gonna come from it. You know, I, I'm gonna do my absolute best not to break his fucking jaw, because quite naturally, I mean, granted, everybody's saying Floyd's getting older, he's falling off. Man, the, the thing about it. Yeah, he, 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 he's been training all his life. He still trains. He still keeps himself in, in pristine condition. And one thing I used to always say, uh, man, a uh, friend of mine, he used to say, man, if I gave you a million dollars right now, would you fuck with Mike? Would you fight Mike Tyson? Now, I thought about it. I'm like, shit, current day Mike Tyson? Hell yeah, for a million dollars, I'd walk up and punch the shit out of fucking Mike. But then I fucked around and saw a video of Mike probably about three weeks after that conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll fuck with Mike. I'm not- it ain't many people that I'm going to back down from, but I don't think I'm going to fuck with Iron Mike. No. I'm going to dance around that motherfucker so he can no. chase me. I'm going to see how much your laws got. Uh-uh. What Ronaldo Ray say? You want some of this too, old man? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not finna we fuck with Iron Mike. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not gonna fuck around with Iron Mike. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it. I think it would be on a father to, to step to the dude. Like, hey, you know, this my daughter. You know, quite naturally, and she's dependent upon me up until this point. If you can't provide for her, do for her what I've done, then you need to step off. But one thing about it, you're not gonna disrespect me. I'm not gonna be too many of your bitch ass niggas or your bitch ass daddies. Cause I, I'll show you the bitch. I'll show you who truly the bitch. I'll bust you in your shit right now. And in all honesty, it's ironic to me. The day after that post, they Floyd post an IG of him of him training his son. So, are you sending an indirect message? Are you sending a subliminal that hey, I'm gonna prepare my kid to come whoop your ass because I'm not gonna do it. You know, so it, it, I don't know, but I, I I would say something to my daughter, but my issue would be with the dude. Yeah, but it gets to me like, okay, what kind of relationship do you have? With do you daughter? have with your daughter? Yeah, because she just sit there and let this man disrespect your daddy. Mm-mm. 
whatnot. I don't think the relationship between her and Floyd has anything to do with it. He's clearly abusing her. I don't know if y'all seen the signs. But looking at that video, she's clearly getting her ass whooped by him. Mm. But it's my thing too. Like if K, you come from Floyd Mayweather. You talking about that specific video? Yeah. Yeah, she looked it. She looked scared. Spooked in the background, like. I I I I took that as more so she had just got home. No. I that's what that's get out. Yeah, that's what I took that as because I'm not gonna lie. The the call it what it is. The very first time I went. I went and I came, went home, took a shower, and went straight to work. But after it fucking hit me and realized, nigga, you just got your ass out of fucking jail. I was like, hey, yeah, I'm not going to be able to finish the rest of this ship. I need to go home to get my motherfucking mind right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I just figured that she had just got out. Being, I mean, I get that. Which he could be. I think he could he, be, yeah. I think. She, my thing, like Tavares asked me how I feel, given that I don't have a very good or loving history with my father. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm gonna talk shit about my dad all day. Go in hard. But I ain't gonna let nobody else do it. Because I own that mm-hmm. motherfucking right. Regardless of whatever problems we have going on, mm-hmm. that's my right mm-hmm. as this child to say what the fuck I'm gonna say. It's not your right. To say any motherfucking thing. So she should have checked him. It shouldn't even got that far. My thing is. I think she knew. She had an idea of how he feels. Towards Floyd. Yeah. So she let that get out of hand. True. Which she, she should have been more so like. And obviously that ain't the first time he said it either. No. Yeah, because I mean that shit flowed out real real smooth and too easy. That ain't the first time that like he said it. Like how said nigga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he, he not said that on on a regular. And if she hasn't stepped in and said, "Hey, yo, you know, check this," you know, irregardless of the relationship that me and my daddy have, you still not gonna speak on him like that. And one would think that you know, throughout the years, quite naturally, all of us that have ever followed Floyd, I myself have been an avid follower of him, and you know. Every every fight, her and you know on the side or in the in a crowd, you can hear her screaming about her dad. You know, so one thought one would think that the relationship is to a point to where she would step up and say, "Yeah, you're not gonna say this." You know, irregardless of what the relationship is, that's a line or a boundary you can't cross. But that's my thing. Floyd is a brand, right? So if I'm Floyd Mayweather, I'm in this brand. I got kids or whatnot. You gonna be brought up under me to further take over this brand when I'm retired. If you want to start the clothing business or makeup, the money team clothing, the money team makeup or anything like that, I'm giving all that to you. Why are you walking around with pink hair and all this stuff in you? Like you just don't care. I won't say anything in regards to to the hair color, but I mean just some of the moves that she's making. Move, yeah, the moves, yeah, the moves that she's making is like, like, yeah. Like damn, fuck your daddy legacy or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not here for you. I, I understand you got your own life or whatnot, but part of you you got to be like, damn, my dad's the damn 
damn near billionaire, man. Yeah. Right? When he's gone, all this shit gonna be left to me. At, at this rate, it's gonna be it's gonna I be to the. Somebody will just got him in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's gonna like, gonna change up real quick. Boyfriend, that little fuck nigga. How about that? Since he owned his house and. His goddamn shit that he ain't got his furniture yet. Yeah. Coronavirus. You know, that's some shit that he's probably going to say. So, no, Nick, you out the fucking will. Let this nigga see how long he going to support your ass. Yeah. What she got, 99 years? Um, what they saying she's she's facing up to, but I mean, quite naturally, when any charge comes up or whatever, they always tell you what you could face, and when they tell you what you could face, they're gonna hit you with whatever the maximum is. They obviously quite naturally boo you up, but I mean, at this point, I'm almost certain that either one, she gonna be on whatever tip she need to be with him, so that he can put up the money for the best lawyer, oh, or no, either she gonna go back to daddy. Who you think bailed out, Florida young boy? No, um, little young ass nigga. In all honesty, yeah, it, it might have been him. I mean, the way they, it, you know, as greasy as he talking, yeah, as greasy as she talking, you know, I mean, as he talking, uh, one would think that it was him. You come home with me, yeah. This nigga don't got you in enough trouble. The, it, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I don't think he posted bail. That that is an interesting thing to know, and I mean, I'm. Probably could do the necessary research and we could figure out who actually posted the bell or give it a day or two. Tim's ear have it out there who actually posted like, bell for them, them. you know. <laughs> that, they, them. Like, like they be on it because with them and giving up like the resources that they have and then my nose and spirit, nigga, we could conquer the fucking world. Like I need to be on their team. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm gonna tag them. Maybe they hire me. Tim's Jacksonville, huh? Hey, very well. <laughs> hey, put put it out there. You never know what what could happen. But that goes back with females taking the boyfriend side over the family or whatnot. I think too, because a lot of females tend to go they mother or dad tell them not to be with a guy. They go behind the back and be with them, and they make them want to be with them more. I'm pretty sure Floyd have went to her and said, this guy's not for you. Quite naturally. And I'm sure, you know, that that probably definitely has been said. And he, when you get a strong-minded young lady or whatever the case may be, or woman, they're going to make their, sometimes they have to learn or figure out their own decisions or they have to figure stuff like that out on their own. Um you know, I dealt with an issue like that with my oldest and trying to explain to her, hey, I don't quote unquote think that this person is the person for you or the right move for you to make. And no, nah, it's not like that. I, You know, you, you're not trying to see the good in this person or what I get to see in them. And lo and behold, went that route twice. And then they had to find out, you know, quote unquote, the hard way. But the things that I know as a man and the things that I saw and the signs that I was seeing that I tried to help her prevent from having to experience a go through, you know, she had to learn, it, uh, you know, the hard way. And quite naturally, that, that's a lot of us in life. We have to learn some things the hard way. Yeah. I mean, men are like that, too. Like my brother. Yeah. He's in a situation where what you called her? She was supposed to be the last call type of situation. Last call, fuck all. That's what this thought should have been. 
And I don't give a fuck if she's listening or not. <laughs> hey, we do give a fuck if you're listening because we want you to continue listening. Well, We're trying to get these followers okay, up. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My bad. I ain't saying no name. Yeah. But anyway. So he, older brother, little brothers. Yeah, see? Okay. Yeah, so we don't know which one we're referring well, damn, to. Damn, I can't get a whole story now. Yeah, you can. Whatever. So he's been out a year. Okay. A year on the first, right? To the day. Within this year, you've gotten this whole pregnant. Like, he's been, now, when he came out, I gave him two Ziploc bags full of cum. Big Ziploc bags. I'm talking about the gallon size. So he thinks he's been locked up for a while, so the man had a lot of built up energy in him, man. Not the fucking point. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> He had two big ass freezer gallon full of fucking condoms. Okay. And he was locked up how long? Four years. Four years? Yeah. Um, you said fucking condoms? Yeah, them, them, them Ziploc bags probably lasted all of three weeks. I mean, anyway. four years and you ain't. Four years uh, of Lefty Lucy, you know, hey, yeah, that's. So he, he's gotten her pregnant. Okay. And. What within seven months of him being home, he got her pregnant. But this chick was messing with some other chick in the neighborhood. Messing with another chick? Yeah, he said that she wasn't. But this girl decided the other chick, the gay chick, mm-hmm. want to look like that fucking Robbie from Central Intelligence. That bitch. She. I gotta was see who that is. Because oh, look it up, look it up, look it up. Fat. She was and his name is literally Fat Robbie. On Central yeah. Okay. It's played, by, it's played by the Rock. It's played by the Rock. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> okay. She um decided that she was gonna press charges. She she provoked my brother. Right? They got into this argument, and then all of a sudden, it, it went a little far. So right naturally. She pushed my brother. My brother still see her as a girl. I'm trying not to put my hands on you. Mm-hmm. She's provoking him. And he blacked her eye. But now you want to become a girl. And you want to call the fucking police. And see that's always the case in those situations. Yeah. It's always a case to where. Alright. I'm going to go get wicked out. I'm going to grow dreads or whatever the case may be. I'm going to sag. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, wear my little strap on or whatever to show that I got a little dick print or whatnot. And I want to, you know, I'm more man than you. But then if you step to a man and a man treats you just as a man, I'm a motherfucking woman. Then it comes out, you know, oh, then then now this feminine and this estrogen side comes out. But nah. Two minutes ago, motherfucker, you was cock strong, you know, fucking, you know, ready to go. Yeah, you know, like, hey, two two minutes ago, you had these motherfuckers duct tape down, like, yeah, nigga, my dick bigger than yours type shit. But now, when a nigga pop the shit out of you because you don't you don't push the issue too much. He's like that pretty good. He gave that two pieces of this. Like, damn, nigga, like, did you see red? You didn't hit the you hit the bell, nigga. It was. And he just whap, whap, whap. He went in on that. Damn. But, and then she, she after he got out, he posted bail. He, she proceeded to, because she had a restraining order. Mm-hmm. So what she would do is pop up where he's at. Oh, that's fucked up. So I'm like, I'm trying to tell you, he's, she's fucking her. Like you don't see it. Nah, they ain't do nothing. Nah, bro. She ain't finna stalk you. Behind your bitch, that she ain't fucking. Damn. So, 
moving forward, he done got out the situation. Now she's threatening to call the police on him because she's trying to provoke him. And I was like, you gonna end back up in jail? And this is your third time for me. I don't have any stamps, letters, JPEG, none of that shit for your ass, bro. Like I'm trying to tell you. So my mom, she gets mad. She was like, you know, you 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 taking it out on him because he's still with the girl. Nope, I don't have to deal with none of this shit. Cause Tavares got on me one day. He called me, and I I just went in on the both of them. Like I was yelling. Like the kids came downstairs. Like what the fuck happened? Oh my god! And when I realized then, I said, you know what? I ain't got shit to do with it. You want to keep being hard headed? Keep being motherfucking hard headed. She was getting emotional on the phone, yelling. You need to leave her. Go ahead. I'm like. You tell you saying all this. Three fucking days later, he back around. He gonna up. go right back to this girl now. You don't waste all your breath and energy. Inhale my asthma pump and shit. And, but see that that's the thing. That's why you know in most instances with people in their relationships, you have to remain neutral until your help is asked or until your opinion is asked. Prime example: I got a family member just as well, to where. Man, this person was like super, super close. But because of the person that they chose as their mate and their spouse, I had horrible vibes from the jump. And I just, I kind of stayed away. But an issue took place with them one point in time to where he said something. She basically kind of took care of this dude. And one night he had been drinking and she was ready to get up and leave from another family member's house mm-hmm. and was telling him to come on. Now, this person that ain't never paid for a motherfucking thing says, that's my wife. She leave when I tell her to leave. Mm. That's my car, too. Uh, n- no. Mm-mm. You ain't got a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out. Mm-hmm. You ain't paid car note the motherfucking first. <laughs> Nigga, you ain't put... Five on pump three in this motherfucker. <laughs> and you gonna say, and this is what you gonna say? I politely went upstairs. I grab, cause at this point, I'm, we sit down, chilling, looking at TV. I'm in my pajama pants, just chilling. I went upstairs, I grabbed my fucking sneakers. I grabbed my J's. I was str- lacing them bitches up. They locked me in the fucking room. Damn. No. No, nigga, I'm, okay. That, that's how you really feel? I'm finna show you, you finna feel otherwise. Nah, you. To this point, shit transpired with that. She got mad at me. Because I was going to whoop his ass for fucking disrespecting her. This nigga disrespecting you. No, I'm not going to stand for that. Well, that's still my husband and blah, blah, blah. And he's older than you and you got to... See, that's what you say. You know what? You're right. Okay. (laughs) Well, years later, shit progresses. And come to find out some shit was going on physically. Again, I had my keys taken because I'm not going to lie to you. Behind that one right there, it's not many people that I feel this way about. But behind that one right there and my daughter, I'll do 1020 life. Cocked, loaded, in the chamber, mm-hmm. was going to the car because I knew exactly where you was. Mm. You, ca- you, you called yourself trying to call numbers that was in her phone because you felt that she was doing something and because you felt that she was doing something you blacked out you beat her ass mm. we're talking about somebody that if 
a lizard was in the house right now, you better not kill it. She wants you to catch it to release it. Somebody that wouldn't hurt a fucking fly. Mm. And this what you do? So, you don't know the numbers that's in the phone. Who do you fuck up and you call? You? Hey, I'm trying to read such and such. So, I'm like, oh, I know this voice. <laughs> I say, okay, that's him. Hey, man, you need to talk. Man, you need to meet. I say, okay. And you didn't even pick up when I say, oh, so you at such and such address? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I can meet you down. I was ready. I went to go. I could not find Keita first. But again, and I explained this situation to her. And again, even after all of that that took place and all of that that transpired, she was upset with me. Now, in this instance, she was upset with me because of what I would be risking to go do that. But the fact is, it just leads me to believe Unless you're asked of your opinion or you're asked of help, leave other people shit alone that because you're gonna end up being the wrong. You're gonna be in the wrong, yeah. and they're gonna feel whatever. So. With me and my brother, what happened? What I think why I was so I knew she wasn't shit from the beginning or whatever. They came to two of our events and had to leave early, basically because them two the guys said some bullshit because they arguing over some dumb shit, right? Neither one of them ain't fit to be parents. Mm-hmm. They're finna bring up. He's finna bring a child into this world, and she's finna bring her third child into this world. And you ain't really got custody of the first two. So, like I told him, I said, you've been raised around nothing but women, and we've all had our kids with us all the time. With the stuff of my cousin, she co-parents. He, you know, the dad gets him every other weekend. But this bitch ain't have her kids, and it just popped up out of nowhere for a hot second, and it disappeared again. And you think this is a person you're supposed to be skeeting in? Like, really, nigga? Like, you had other fucking options. I realized that when my mama told me that he went back around there, I was like, you know what? This is it. I can't do shit for you. So when he called me and he be like, my girl, you right. Yep. You absolutely right. Chill. Nope. Can't ask me for no fucking help. Mm-mm. When he called me the other day, he went to talk. I was on the phone with your sister. He was just talking. I said, hey, um, I, I told you I'm on the phone. Well, I can't call and talk to you. But why? You don't call and talk to me unless you're in trouble. Do you need help? Are you stranded somewhere? Thumbs a no. All right, well, call me when you get a break. Love you. Be careful. Stay out of trouble. No, let's not start. My mom said, I'm rude. This is why my mom called me. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. I can say it on daytime minutes, you know. <laughs> Damn, you still got daytime minutes? No. Okay. Damn, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can say it on. Like <laughs> call me after nine, bro. My minutes are free. But, like I was telling my mom, like, I don't have to. He showed me. Who he was. And I'm like, y'all gonna continue to call him. Right. I learned my place, bro. Like, when I got upset to the point where, when my kids see me do something, that's when I'm like, alright, I gotta mm. push back. So, it is what it is. I'm like, so if you wanna end up in jail, don't call my number like you've been calling me. I said, I don't know how the fuck you remember my goddamn number. Maybe I need to start changing my shit up. You call me, my aunt, and my mom because you the numbers you fucking remember. But you can't call that bitch for a goddamn fucking for her to blow wind in your goddamn face so no we're not gonna do that but um the your barber your barber told us that about one of his cousins so he had to stop no it was his sister they had to stop stepping in because because she was getting her ass whooped but yeah she, she liked it 
So he was like, well, I got to love it because she likes it. Because she love it. I mean, she like it. I mean, they they tend to always go back, and you know, until something comes up and they realize, like, yo, this ain't what it's supposed to be. So. Yeah. Well, we hope that it's not too late. So. Mm-hmm. You also said you want to, um, Donovan, you want to speak on interviewing millennials. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, well, matter of fact, I said let's go. Well, we'll loop back around to that. Um, since we just kind of went on like young guys and young ignorance, I wanted to. <laughs> we're gonna come back to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back we'll to that. Table that. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll segue into it somewhere. Okay. But you know how we just went on the whole young boy thing and young ignorance. Something that happened here locally that I wanted to speak on was the the little baby that just lost her life, the five year old that yeah. lost her life. Um. And her sister was, you know, injured in a shootout. For $180. $180. Now, quite naturally, my very first thought, and I text um, a friend of mine. Uh, we were in a group chat. Chat. There's two of us, or three of us that are, like, really, really close to one another. And the text came across was, damn, we're out here in the corona and still people are out here shooting each other. So my first thought, and then when I saw the headline of what they were referring to, quite naturally, it's some young dumb jits. Because quite naturally, they don't. They just go out. They don't have a pre- worry about or care about preservation of life. They just go out and they just start shooting because they got a gun. But what really hit me is when I actually read the story once they figured out what the fight was for, what the groups of people were shooting for, and when they arrested the two people. One is 51 years old. Or actually 50 and then the other one's 31. Grown ass fucking men over $180. This baby loses her life over 180 bucks. Come on, man. I mean, there's got to be more to life to it. That That's some true when keeping it real goes fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. This baby has only spent five years on this earth. Now, granted, you talk to a lot of older people. Um, and I.e. Our Aunt Maybell used to be one. I, I tell people now something that. <laughs> dang. You say Auntie scared you? She loved but, TJ, but she scared but, me. Because Auntie was misunderstood a lot. She was, but, but you're still set. Something that she used to tell me that as a kid growing up, I didn't want to hear. Shit, I'm like 10, 11 years old, even maybe even younger. I didn't want to hear this shit. We, baby, we living in our last days. Auntie. I ain't but 11 fucking years old. Are you telling me I ain't going to see nothing else but 11? And she died at And then she used to, one of her sayings, every, I mean, like, religiously, like, clockwork, every morning one of her sayings would be, God is going to wake up a nation that will obey. I say all of that to say, like, this is ridiculous. ridiculous. $180? You too old for this shit, man. You 50 fucking years old and you want to go game bang it out for 180 bucks? Take that L. $180. This baby hasn't didn't get the opportunity to see six. Didn't get the opportunity to see the end of the fucking corona. No. Over $180. So you mean to tell me it's and they said it was two groups. So quite naturally, I say, okay, you're talking four or five people to be considered a group. So you've got four or five people here, four or five people here, and you've got constant gunfire going back and forth. And you mean to tell me can't none of y'all hit who the fuck you aiming at? 
And you hit an innocent baby? That's what I don't understand. Just shoot. That's what I don't understand. Y'all hit everybody but your motherfucking target. But your target. Like, niggas don't go to gun ranges and that no more? Y'all don't go out back and shoot fucking cans and no, no more? They just got guns just to say, I got I got a gun. I got that fire. I got a stick. And you out here. Come on, man. You too old for this shit, man. I, I, I'm not going to. I can't even say it that way because me saying it that way would be a sick way of justifying it. But I would have understood it more if it was some jits. You know, some little. Some teenagers sitting out there battling over some shit that ain't have that don't quote unquote have the experiences as handling firearms. But fifty, bro, fifty, you too old for this shit, man. And he looked like he was from like the country, like one. You should have had your ass somewhere in the house, yeah, practicing fucking social distancing like we're supposed to. Yeah, you you on the threshold of being one of the ones that can catch this shit. Page rap sheet. Yeah, like a rap sheet that's could probably stretch from here to the front yeah. fucking door. Like when, like, like when are you gonna? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when the fuck are you gonna grow up? Like you fifty years check. old and you still doing dumb shit over a hundred and eighty fucking dollars. Fuck you could have went and worked for the labor pool for a couple of days and earned that shit back. A hundred and eighty dollars, and quite naturally, that just goes to show our justice system is fucked up. Because if he has a rap sheet that long, he shouldn't be home. He shouldn't be out. Shit. You know, at one at what point do you say, hey, you know what? We're at page number three on this motherfucker. Enough is enough. I'm tired of putting him in jail. Let's keep his ass in here. Let's stop sending him home. 21 fucking pages. And then, lo and behold, this other dude, you know, the 31-year-old. Dude, I, I, I just, I can't fathom that. And I immediately, you know, I think about my my daughter. You know, I think about our kids. You know, like, we could be anywhere. And for some just random dumb shit for like that to happen and to pop off, like, it disturbs me. But this is the kicker. After it all go down, you run to the mom and say, I'm sorry, my bad, and run off. No. I can't respect my bad. My child has been shot in the goddamn head. What kind of... Hand me the gun and let me shoot you my goddamn self. I'm sorry. My bad. And ran off. (laughs) Now, what kind of shit is that? His ass need to be dead now. He felt like he, he... He felt now. like he did a good deed because he apologized. This, this, is a, this is a true eye for an eye to me type situation. Both of them. And they need... To, and before they do... Before you do it to them, they need to... You need to do whatever they need to, to do this... The military grade interrogation type shit. Waterboarding. Fucking pulling teeth. Electrocuting until they talk up... Yeah, until they talk up and say everybody that was involved in this shit. You need to get every last one of them. Every last one of them. Because this shit makes absolutely no sense. That baby had absolutely nothing. Nothing. My bad? My fucking bad? No, my bad is, hey, Tavares... I need you to go get some eggs from the store. I need you to get some bread and milk. And you coming back without the fucking eggs. That's my bad. Um, Dropping it to you by accident is my bad. 
hey, you know what? I need you to start the dryer once, restart the dryer once it goes off, and you overslept and you didn't do it. That's my bad. But shooting somebody and taking their fucking child's life, my bad. Nigga, fuck you. She should have ran his ass over. Hit his ass with the car door. Nah, nigga, you ain't finna get away this easy. You just killed my fucking baby. My bad. Bitch, you apologizing, but you ain't, wow. you ain't got the nerve to stick my bad. the police. You running, you run though. Off. My bad. So you felt sorry, but not sorry enough to turn yourself in. And then you still a stupid-ass criminal... Cause you still get fucking caught. You still get caught. Like at what point in time? It wasn't that many days later that you got caught. At what point in time do you not realize a page number three of your fucking rap sheet? Life of crime ain't fucking it's working not, for it's me. Not, it's not my it's problem. Like, I, 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 I need to figure. I need to get out of town. These crackers for hey me. Exactly. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> wow, my bad. I'm sorry. And wow. Oh my jeez. Now that part, I, yikes! Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. oh Jesus! I can't. No, I, can't. I, I don't believe anybody as, can. As a mother, I I be ready to fight kids behind my kids, and this is a grown ass nigga coming to me. You done shot and killed my child, and to tell me, my bad. Okay, how I should have treated little Sally on swing that pushed my baby. You finna get it ten times motherfucking worse. Like I Uh uh. Like I feel like she should be able to go just murder everybody in his fucking family. You know what? This everybody gotta die. Because I uh it's just Yeah, like I say ship it ship his ass up to um FCI up in Ohio with old boy that we talked about last week. Put him <laughs> in the cell with the nigga with the with the coronavirus. And get his ass up out of here. <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> shit. At this point, but it might be dead for real. I mean, yeah, we ain't seen no updates, but it might be dead for real. I think I got it. I can't taste nothing. What, <laughs> nigga? You definitely got the corona. Oh my god. But I just, I don't know. I just, you would think because we're social distancing. Damn, have you had a drink? I hadn't had a drink. Damn, I mean, I think the three of the three. I mean, this shit not social distancing. That part right there. I had um, what is it? Espresso in my coffee this morning, and I've been real jittery. Jittery. I hadn't had espresso in a you while. You know what mellows that out, right? What? A shot of crown. I'm not gonna do that. That that shot 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 shot. Come on. I don't do that Come on, that'll melt that literally. But you, the coffee and espresso is an upper. Brown is a downer. Oh it mellows God. it out. I'm like, I'm a, I'll be alright. No, you can't say social distancing, I'm so you're not alright. Anyway, we're supposed to be doing that word. Oh, you know what we're supposed to be talking about too? What's up? Before um but yeah, we're the supposed to be doing the polymer the bit of my Yeah. Polyamorous. I got y'all. I, I got y'all. So hey, get your get your corner. Get your get your laser light. So anytime that we gotta say it, I got you. Polyamorous. All right. Yeah. Polyamorous. So 
So, <laughs> can we look at the definition? Yeah, um, actually, and that's the crazy shit, and I just had it for real, for real. <laughs> Polyamorous. Um, where is it? Where is it? My word challenge. Spell it. What? Um, Polyamorous is. Da, 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 da. Greek meaning poly, many several, and the Latin amor um, is the practice of or desire for intimate relationships with more than one partner with the informed consent of all parties involved. It has been described as consensual, ethical, and responsible non-monogamy. So basically, in other words, they're saying you got a group of people that's all in a relationship together and they're okay with it. Everybody fucking one another. Everybody loving one another. Everybody, you know, doing whatever they want to do together. And they all good with it. A polyamorous relationship. And Cuzzo put us up on this, you know, before he left out of it. Yeah, he like drop, drop this nugget and it hauls ass and leaves us, you know? <laughs> like, wait, what? I'm, and you know what? And I went in on my friend because she wanted an open marriage. Mm-hmm. I just said she just wanted to be a thought. I love her. Um, I need to check on it. It's been two days. Her husband might have killed her. I don't know. Just saying. We talking about the same person? Yeah, he, he crazy. I don't know. The, the two-minute person? Yeah. And she went out? Oh. Well, she, okay. she's been utilizing her part. I don't know what the fuck he's been doing. Nobody don't want his two-minute ass. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. He giving up the cards to somebody. He done gave the EBT card <laughs> to the bitch that he fucking with. That's a side story. How, you take, so, you it's you a lot. You food out of your kid's mouth to get to the side, bitch. <laughs> All right, so obviously, <laughs> obviously, right now they gonna be another. They gonna either we gonna fit them in at the end of this episode, or they gonna be a whole another episode because whole, she could be five episodes in one. Because I started twitching this one right. Here. I mean, last week we were talking about y'all think that he might be. Oh no, I still think he's gay. Yeah, but then he messed. But I think oh, the beard. How they, and then what they call it down the beard. The the, the beard. Yeah, I, I learned something new a couple weeks What's ago. The beard? the beard is the woman for the cover up when they're gay. Oh wow! Okay, all right. Well, hey, damn. But he likes some dick, and she's losing weight now. So he's like, "Oh, you getting too skinny for me?" But like three fifty, four hundred plus. That's a whole lot of woman. I mean, not against him, not against him, but that's a whole ooh. like my six hundred pound life. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you killing that girl. But anyway, so go ahead and what's the point? Polyamorous. There you go. The poly. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all thoughts on that type of relationship? T, I'm gonna let you lead off on that. Damn, he threw you up in the bus. He, he threw you up in the bus and ran your ass over. Nah, I mean, I think it probably could work for some people, but for me personally, I couldn't do it. I mean, so I have trouble seen getting fucked with nobody else. I, I, I mean, who would? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, really? Do you? I, who, who really would want to see sit down and watch <laughs> their wife get plowed through by somebody else? Like, 
and then lo and behold, in that one good time that you mow a little bit deeper than you done mow with me, like, hold on, motherfucker. Like, like midway through, I might have to come punch you in the back of your shit. Hey, oh the fuck? Shut up, bitch. We gonna You better not make this nigga think he doing something. The fuck wrong with you? Yeah. For real, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. My bad. I mean, it's too many people to keep happy in one household. Tavari got enough keeping my seven personalities. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. She got like five personalities. Damn. So Damn. I'm bringing a whole level person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got to deal with this attitude, too. I'd rather go out and cheat. That means I can leave that person <laughs> at that day house and not worry about when I'm home. <laughs> But when I have all of them in the same household, bitch, every time I'm on the toilet. Hey, I gotta use the bathroom. Hey, hey, come do this. Hey, that. Right. Somebody gonna be asking you to do something. I'll catch attitude because I, I wait for him to be off. I'm like, hey, I mean, I see that you're gonna relax and stuff, but why have you? Can I get you to do this, 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 and this? Oh, like so I, you you have a list made and ready. But look, so let me tell you what he told me the other week. So I said when he was home, I said, "Hey, can you um?" He put my picture up on the wall right now. I don't pass my return window at Kirkland's. I can't take my picture back, so I got to make it work somewhere in the fucking house. He was like, "I cleaned out the garage." I'm like, "That wasn't on my list." I appreciate it. I oh, love that's that you did it. Up. But I wanted my picture up because I got to see how this picture looked with these fucking scones, like. I don't even know what the picture looks like no more. It's been facing the wall like it's in timeout since I got the fucking picture. I'm like, this? I get that you cleaned the, you know, with some, but that was my goal. Yeah. But I've been asking you about this picture since you thought about this garage being your goal. Really wanted my picture up, buddy. Still haven't got the picture up. Nobody told you to go buy a punk ass picture for one thing. So, <laughs> my wife did. It go get up when it gets up. When it gets up. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, I'm gonna get up there and not like it. I'm gonna have to give it to somebody. Damn, yeah. his mama seen it. She's like, It is a nice picture. I was like, You're not getting it. You know what? I, I'll sit behind my sofa because it does. I'm not giving my picture away. I'll find Side note that's what I meant to tell you to check for them headphones. For some reason, it's been like on me for like the last couple of times I've been really? over. Look behind the sofa. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got shit back there too. It's probably shit from tomorrow's party when I was decorating. I had stuff coming in from Amazon, so I take it and hide it. So the day of his party, I had to throw a blanket. Wow. Because <laughs> the shit was starting to pile up. I'm like, damn, I got a lot of fucking decorations. Like, this is bullshit. We get some off topic. Yeah, it, it, it happened. <laughs> we'll jump it happened. We'll start, start whooping Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but to take it back to it, I mean. I just... can deal with it. I don't like that many dicks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have one dick. So could you have one dude and like three other females? Nope. Well, I mean, that's, that that would be technically considered like said, polyamorous. Like you said, it's fine to fuck them or even have them come over here to fuck. But they got to leave. Like, they can't live here. Because they can't reside. I'm the head bitch in charge. And the first time the bitch get out of line, I'm like, you know what? I don't think this relationship is going to work out. I think so, in your case, the first time that they do something in your kitchen that you don't want done. I don't want you in my kitchen. Yeah. 
I think I that, that I think that's where that crossed the line at. Which she was in the kitchen. It's kitchen be leaving. It's everybody's kitchen. Nope, it's she not. She don't have her dishes and stuff. Fuck though. that. Tomorrow's <laughs> live here, and that's not his kitchen. So I'm better not kitchen. Damn. <laughs> I don't cook, so hey, I know in my kitchen. Like I freak out with my mom and then my aunt, and I know my aunt, and my mom, and they cook, and they tend to take over. But it, hey, it, I ain't it, gonna lie, it, but that that time when woman was in Shut the kitchen, the fuck up. hey, <laughs> hey, hey, it, that that plate was lovely. <laughs> But I was having a, I was having a nervous breakdown. And then I'm like, nigga, like, mama, why is it taking you? You don't take you this long to cook. Like, why are you being so like? Get the fuck out of my kitchen. Like, even like when we with we was distracting mama that day though. No, she was slow. Already, woman had already been here two, three hours prior to y'all getting here. And I'm like, well, damn, nigga, when the pot is gonna get to boiling? Like, how how long is the water supposed to boil for? What the fuck? I'm just saying. But I can't have. I don't think that would be the type of relationship I would want. Like, I'm good with having a girlfriend. Like, I'll be in a relationship with a girl while I'm married to Savars if he's okay with that. But she can't live here. That can't happen. Because at this point, we don't know episode of Sister Wives. Now I gotta kill somebody. Because I messed around. You got tired on my fucking day. And this bitch is getting the moment. Hold up. She getting, she getting there more than me? Everybody got to die. Damn. I think, my in my mindset is, and the only reason I say this is because a thought that has come across my mind, I've thought about, and I, I think maybe other others think about this. Like, darn, you know what? This person is an ex of mine, but they had this great quality about them. But then this person is an ex of mine, and they had this great quality about them. And this person is my current, and they've got these great qualities about them. But if I put all of these three together, I've got the absolute perfect person. And I think that, that those are people that do those kind of things, as opposed to trying to make the absolute best out of what they can in the relationships that they may be in. I also think that they're, you know, in a sense, somewhat in a form selfish to say the least, you know, because I, I just can't see spreading yourself that 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 thin, because that that's truly what you're doing. You're stretching yourself as far as you possibly can in those type of situations. That that's a lot of motherfucking work. Like it's a lot of work. I mean, unless it's like text messaging, you got to call to check on. Yeah, unless it's like multiple sets of couples. All in one solid relationship, all together. But even then, that's still just—it's too much to keep up with. Like, to be honest, I have a hard enough time to maintain my motherfucking emails from work and the two damn Instagram pages and Twitter pages that I've got. I mean, so shit—you know—to to balance out multiple fucking women and you know multiple relationships. Yeah, that. But obviously it works for some people Because I mean as Cuz told us It's a whole Facebook community And environment you know that's out there Like the Amish Like they got their own fucking nation And own well, colony own state, you know build a state on the side of the fucking Yeah <laughs> I just I don't know like I said It's it's not for me Like I'm, I'm giving but I'm selfish in a way Like Who's that somebody said that Um the whole threesome thing, right? Mm. My thing is with Tavares. Tavares can't go out and go find no chick and then bring this bitch back to me. Tell me, look what I found for us. No, 
you did not find this bitch for us. Because in the back of my mind, you and this bitch probably had, had something going on. Or you've been looking at this bitch for a long time. I go hunting. So you got your ego. Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Don't bring no bitches back to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not how that works. Not over in this community. <laughs> not over here. <laughs> I had to. I mean, I had to wait. I mean, I had to get it. So I couldn't go to the script club. Nope. I found the script club. Negative. So okay, what if you were there with him, and then he says, "No, hey babe, what about her?" Nope. You don't find that to be somewhat selfish? I'm being selfish. Yes, I'm gonna be selfish. How you would know I like the chick that you bring on? The way she's saying this shit, it don't matter. It don't care. It don't matter what the fuck okay, you like. If you don't like it, then okay, we move to the fucking next. But I, I just don't see myself letting you bring me back a bitch saying, "Hey, she's." I, I don't know. I just it, it bothers me. Like I don't even want Tavares. Like if I'm setting it up, I don't want Tavares to have no contact until I feel like his his presence is needed. Well, like, I think I need more of the contact because you fuck it up most of the time. Oh damn. <laughs> Oh, they do once. I'm like, you know what? This is not working out. So I just need for you to get a fuck about my life. I mean, what the fuck are you saying to him to fuck it up? No, not like that. Well, what what, what is happening? That bad. How do I fuck it up, Savars? She got a mouthful. She don't give a damn. What That's she what I'm saying. What are you saying to fuck it up? Oh, it's usually after I already got the drone. Like, hey, bro. So nope, don't eat this. Oh, we're good. Trash. Oh my god. Or they'll say something. My thing so are like, you out? Oh shit. My thing is, are you testing it before y'all go all three of y'all? No. no. Oh. But given conversations, it's his ex was one, right? What okay. she said to me was to fuck it up was I didn't get pregnant by him before. How you know I don't want to get pregnant? And I was like, that's not gonna happen. There's gonna be conversations. Now she fucked that up on her. So you that one no you. She, she fucked she, that she up. Continue to poke the bear. She said, "But if I do, and I want to keep it," I said, "So you're not gonna keep it." She's like, "But if I want to keep it," I said, "So here's my thing. We're so, not fucking no, you no, without no, a no, condom." No. Oh, here's my thing. We've been talking, me and you. We've been talking for about a month and a half. Is this you, also the same one that you were supposed to do yeah. beforehand, this, y'all together? Listen, but you on your second abortion in this month and a half. So, oh, my thing fuck. is, I said, this is what I told her. I said, look, you can get pregnant by Tavares, right? My kids won't have any outside siblings if I can help it. So, either you get rid of the baby voluntarily or you can get rid of the baby involuntarily. That's your choice. Make sure that when you go to do this, that you blur that part out. Because, yeah. I mean, we're not trying to incriminate. Well, she, well we're, not, she, we're not fucking her anymore, so we, we're cool. Okay. Well, but, with that situation, I was never fucking her. I tested it. She, I tested it. She didn't tell me that part until after the fact. Listen, I tested it. because <laughs> They went behind my back and had their own situation without telling me. 
But you can't go pick the I person. I can't go pick them out, though. That's fucked up. No, that's selfish. That's one damn time. I think no, Bernie Mac said it best, you <laughs> selfish son of a mother. I was being selfish. Let me tell you what happened you know though. What like, I, and it wasn't supposed to. It was. I wasn't supposed to test it out to begin with. But my mm-hmm. thing was, I think one day I just like we had like a little mini argument, and I think I got pissed, and I was like, "What the fuck is the hype about about this bitch? You know, like why is she so fucking special? Like she's been not like a constant." Thing in Tavares' life, but she's been around. So I'm like, what is, what is so fucking happening about this bitch that she got a, you know, she but got. That's thing. like that was an ex. You have had exes, and I never question like what's going on about this dude. That damn, I gotta figure out what's. Well, what's we the big deal also about didn't bring none of my exes in do no fucking threesomes either. So I didn't, know, I didn't say that. That was your idea. You ain't trying to turn it down. What the hell I supposed to say? Not hell no, don't do it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that word supposed to come out of my head. Yeah, some of that shit be a test. Some of that shit be a test. Like you better respond correctly in regards to that shit. So I move forward. Damn. Man, I didn't see what the hype was about, and I was like, I don't want to bring this trash to my fucking bedroom. Like, I'm, I'm gonna say maybe because they was young and stupid, they didn't know the better. But this shit sucks. Like you're grown now at this point. What the fuck? Wow. So I'm glad I tested it beforehand because I would have been pissed. And hey, my mouth. My thing is, I still just can't get over how fucking bold she was to say, "What I didn't get pregnant before, but what if I get pregnant now?" Like, well, she wow. She been getting pregnant from. Oh, we was talking about that too. She been getting pregnant by ain't shit ass niggas. So mm. she felt like, okay, well, I'm going to catch one. I'm going to catch one this way, bitch. We're going to get off putting up to five people's business out like that. <laughs> hey, God damn. And we ain't going to put on your people's business out. Okay. <laughs> but you, um, you had a topic. I think something you heard on the radio about the girl. She said the baby can't save a relationship. Oh, it was another. Okay, I think Trick Daddy posted or whatnot. Mm-hmm. A chick said, told females, do not get pregnant. Babies ruin relationships. And I'm thinking, like, okay, maybe it's the niggas you laying up with that you decide to get pregnant by that's ruining. I don't think a baby will keep a nigga from you unless you messing with some ain't shit ass niggas. Or you just say you ain't shit yourself. So basically, you laying up with a nigga without a condom for one thing, get pregnant by him, mm-hmm. and now you want to blame the baby because y'all didn't work out. Nah, that I mean the baby doesn't have anything to do with that situation. I mean, two individuals that can't coexist, or two individuals that can't agree upon common terms, or can't get along with another with one another that's what ends that or you know one has certain expectations and one sets of feelings and the other feels something totally different or you mess around and you're in a situation to where your feelings may be stronger than what her feelings may be that's what ends that It, it has nothing to do with the baby now if she went off and thought that okay I'm going to get pregnant. I'm going to have his baby. And that's what's going to keep him. Yeah. No. That baby's. Yeah. That, that doesn't said, keep three that. Three things that would not keep a man. A baby. Marriage. Or a threesome. 
they're gonna leave they're gonna leave true but my thing is with that situation i don't know how long they was dating but a lot of times like like we said before the signs be there from day one on what type of person that you're dealing with some people match it better than others or whatever but for the most part you see some qualities you be like mm, that should be a red flag but do you truly feel that it's there from day one or do you feel that things could somewhere along the line things can quote unquote change and the reason I ask that is speaking from experience things from you know quote unquote day one they weren't a hundred percent perfect but then things just kind of went to a really great place and just went outstanding but shit took a turn and things that you know quite naturally one would think that as for a guy wouldn't be quote unquote important were important and they didn't happen to be the way that they needed to be so that's where shit kind of took a turn for the worse and things were just kind of ignored but do you quote unquote truly think that signs are always there from day one I think yeah, I think, signs, I are think signs are always most signs mm. we, we, we overlook it mm. because you're lusting after that person until you are either in love with that person or you love that person. Like she said that one of her skits was, oh, when you have a baby by a dude, he think you, he, he own you now. I don't know hmm. what type of dude she's fucking with, but. Like, well, I mean, he said, I, that nigga controlling, he been controlling. I, I, he I've heard, heard several situations in that aspect to where dudes feel as though, like, oh, you done had my child. You're going to do as I say, you know, I got the final say so what goes on around you and I get to make decisions and your shit. Nah, that 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 shit yeah. don't work that way. Yeah. But I, I, I know a lot of situations like that. So with that, like he probably like the day that she met him or within that time of them getting to know each other. If it wasn't a one night stand, because she sounded like she had a relationship with this person mm-hmm. before it ended or whatever. There were signs to say that this is how he was going to turn out. Mm. And she chose to ignore it, thinking that, okay, well, I didn't got pregnant. Now this baby's going to keep him, and that wasn't what it was. But my thing is, you get with a person, they got six other kids, and they ain't taking care of them kids. Uh, nigga, what makes your child special? The chances are they're not going to take care of your motherfucking now, your child neither. special. I'm just saying. Your baby didn't come out glittering and fucking gold. The same, but um, I just think, like I said, you know, signs are there. It's just what we choose to. We choose to see, and not see. Like you tell how a person treats you, so you know from the beginning if you're gonna be a priority or or just something on your to do list, on your honey do list. Not, <laughs> not just say they on the honey do list. <laughs> oh wow, that's funny. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That is funny. Um. Hey, I got a. What is the reason why men turn out sex? I would say. Now, is this somebody that they may be in a relationship with, or mm-hmm. just somebody? Yeah, being tired or either, quote unquote, it ain't as good as 
you think. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that brings me to my next question. If you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. dating or marriage, do you think it's a good thing to sit down and have weekly talks? No. At your job, y'all might have like that weekly meeting to kind of go over stats for the week or in a month quarters and stuff, whatever. You think you should apply that same logic in your relationship? And would it make your relationship better? You said, how about make like meetings and stuff? Not a meeting per se, but y'all sit down and talk. Like, okay, I noticed that we had a shitty week this week. Tell me what stems, you know, why are you upset? I tell you why I'm upset. What can we do to fix this? Or, even though we had a good week, what are some things that you think I can improve on? Stuff like that. So, like a weekly or a monthly or... I never really thought about that, but hearing it right now, I think that that possibly could be beneficial. And save relationships. I think that that would be really beneficial because too often, you know, people go along with things and they suppress and they mask feelings because they don't talk those type of things through so i think that that wow that's i think that would be pretty 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 awesome to have you know to sit back and say hey you know what throughout this week or throughout last week you know whatever the case may be you know this is something that i felt this is something that i experienced and you know we didn't get the opportunity to talk about it then but Hey, this is what I felt, and this is how it made me feel, or you know, this is how it made me think about things. I think that that would probably change the game for a lot of relationships and marriages if you know if people took the time to do those. Yeah, lines of communication are, are huge. I think that's one of the biggest factors in failed relationships and marriages is lack of communication. You know, it's always. One of the biggest things that you know before marriage you ever talk or talk to talk to about is don't let finances destroy you. But a lot of com- times it don't even be the money. Yeah, communication is what goes in as one of the biggest killers. It's the quote unquote, as they say, diabetes for us black people is our silent killer. Communication, I feel, is a silent killer for marriages. What do you think about that, Terrain? The third week in a row. Yeah, like, like for real. Hey, I think it's a good idea. But at the same time, you you got to be willing. I think both parties got to be willing to listen to each other and get out their own stuff right now, selfish ways or stuff like. I mean, one person can't go into it like I'm gonna listen, but. At the same time, nah, I'm not. Not li- I'm not hearing you. I listen to you, but I'm not really hearing you. I'm still gonna be me. So I think if one, it gotta work both ways. If it's gonna work. And see, that's what our issue is. But like, I don't really think our issue is the lack of communication. I think our issue is the lack of listening. Like we don't. We're both stubborn to to a point where we don't. We'll talk, but we don't hear each other. Mm. So 
with me, it makes me shut down. And I just be like, I'm not going to talk to him because I feel like he may react in a certain way. So I ate two episodes ago. Yeah. Like I, he, and then he, he, but he shut down on the episode. It wasn't me. No, 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 two episodes ago. Yeah, you did. I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Cause you, you was you was thinking about trying to figure out how to get him out of that land, but that shit wasn't gonna work. I just want you to know that. Look at him. Hey man, that's my eye. That's my retina. I mean, shit. I got the C on Monday. Oh, I got the laser at your ass. I got the C. Shit. I but need them. That you know. But that's been our problem for the past fifteen, sixteen years that we don't want to listen to one another. Like me. But something got to be working. I mean, shit, it's 16 years. Yeah. We suppress. I think we tolerate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We tolerate each other. I think, like, the biggest thing that I've kind of recently had. Hey, progress. First step. <laughs> the first step. Hey, the, the first step to eating an elephant is the first bite. There it is. The journey to a thousand miles is taking the first step. There it is. Hey, good job, guys. <laughs> Way to go. It's you. But uh, for real, I mean, I, I, I think that too often a lot of people sweep stuff under the rug. And before you know it, you continuously sweeping and you sweeping and you sweeping. And then you're like, oh, shit, what am I going to do with this mound that's sticking up in this rug? You got to start unpacking that stuff. And regardless of how big, how small, how important, how unimportant that it may be, you've got to, you know, address those issues. You've got to be able to speak on it. And once you do that, I think that you can begin to, to see progress. You can begin to see that darn, you know what? Maybe this is truly worth going after. Every, you have to take into consideration one another's feelings. You definitely have to do that. And regardless, if you truly feel like, you know what? Nah, this don't make no sense. You have to make it important because it's your significant other's feelings. And I, you have to make their feelings important. I think that's what we do. So what we'll do is we'll, end up, we'll talk about something and then we may touch on it for like an argument and then when it, it gets to be too out of control we shut down mm. so it gets tabled and mm-hmm. we don't come back to that table until it something like that occurs again yeah. and then at that point now you've got this mound that you've just put more on top of and it becomes a bigger blow up yeah, yeah you, you gotta kinda you've gotta take the approach of talking about it then and see, we, and, we, we and don't dealing and don't in a sense leave it you gotta talk it out and come up with some form of closure right then and there it can't be in recent conversation it can't be just well okay have some form of true dialogue that garners closure for the both of you so that you can move beyond it. See, he's a talker. I'm a writer. So, mm. we communicate. It's in our blood. Yeah. Yeah, it's in I our blood. I don't want to talk to him. Like I said, it don't be, I hear him, 
but his tone is what pisses me off. Not what you say, but how you say it. Yeah. yeah. And I say it, but I don't say it as a form of disrespect. You have that that tone like your father. He got that all guy out. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. When he's very passionate about something. Yeah. It comes off as brutal, even though he may not be meaning it like that. Mm -hmm. But when I feel like he's starting to get to that point, I'm like, I'm just gonna shut down. I'm not gonna. I don't want to talk about it because I get emotional and I don't know if I be emotional because I be pissed or I'm emotional because I'm sad or you know heartbroken about it or whatever. So fuck you calling me. Yes, I have a landline. Oh, I'm finna run a trip. Mm-mm. A landline for real. But um Like are we in ninety seven? Well, that's machine, so I had to have a landline. Are we in 99? I mean, I don't go in nobody's office, so I still fetch it. For real. Like, I mean, where's Manny Fetch on this bitch? Put Junior out there. Don't judge me. Wow. So, I mean, I have my big ass printer that has. I mean, when we, we got Siri interrupting us, now we got a landline. Hey, along with. Uh, good thing it wasn't like a rotor phone with like that old school ass <laughs> ringtone where you got the cord on that bitch. Damn. But. I want to get us to the point where we're able to speak to one another and be in the same room and not and not talk. I mean, like, so what? The whole cheating stuff. I don't mind talking to him about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say this, and this is my own personal opinion of what I've observed um, throughout us reconnecting all back together and kind of seeing and like I told you before you guys are a major inspiration in a sense and you you may not see that but truly you guys are I would say the conversation we're having right this moment to me it shows that you guys are at that truly at that point and what you would need to do is try to find when you feel that he's getting to a point to where it's bringing you to where you feel like you're being chastised about what he's saying what you need to say or bring or find a level of calmness within you to say hey i'm not you don't have to defend yourself and what you're saying but what we're doing is just having a conversation so that we can eliminate this as being an issue but what you can't do is take it to the same level that he is you have to say it in a calmer manner to kind of bring it and elevate him to come downward to realize, you know what? Yeah, me and my wife, we're just talking about this so that we can fix an unresolved issue so that it can no longer be an issue of ours that we come across. Or if it comes up again, we know how to handle it in a calmer manner. The moment you elevate to his level, it's going to go, both of you are going to lose. Or the moment that you shut down, again, the both of you lose because he's going to be left feeling like damn she didn't give a damn about what I just had to say and you're going to be like this motherfucker just really just like yelled on me and just made me feel like shit and I just had to shut down about it so you got to kind of find that calmness if you can get into a point to be like you know what babe I understand what you're saying but what I want what I need for you to do so that we can continue this man you're just talking we're trying to talk through this. We're trying to fix this. Bring this down just a little bit. I know you're passionate about what it is that you're saying, but just talk to me. Don't talk at me. Just talk to me. 
and don't take the typical Lexus approach. And look, motherfucker, don't talk at me like that. No, they. Hey, I want us to get through this. I want us to fix this. But just talk to me. Don't talk at me. You know, and let's talk through this and we can fix this. Just you being able to sit and talk right now in this setting, y'all are at that point. And y'all can go even further and y'all can fix a lot more. And I look forward to y'all doing that. I tell him like I tell the kids. When I'm nice, no one hears me. Like I can tell them, hey, mm-hmm. I need y'all to do this. Hey, y'all do this, please. Hey, you know, I try to get a typical white mom voice. Oh, my God. Come on, little Sally. Help me out and do this. They don't hear that. Now, when I come in here and I be screaming like a raging lunatic, then they be like, you know what? Mom mean business. And I feel like when me and him, we had those discussions, he... I have to stop letting you take me to that spot. And I know you feel like I may be taking you to that spot. And I think that's what we need to we need to figure out. Like how do we not get to that point mm-hmm. for the both of us? Because I already I feel like most of the time that we, we when we go into this conversation, we already know where it's gonna head with where it's gonna head at. Like it- the wheels are turning. No, I'm just thinking, okay. <laughs> He's like, wait. No, I'm thinking because a lot of times we have discussions. I try to say what I say, then try to make a joke behind it or laugh about it. But you'll still take it to where, like, oh, you're yelling at me. Uh, why you got that tone with me? And I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to figure out what tone am I. Yeah, I'm not yelling at you. I'm talking to you like a regular person like we're just having a conversation but if I just say one little thing that you may feel as truthful or I'm getting too close to the truth you'll shut down it's not that so when we talk about the whole cheating situation mm-hmm. I feel like we we talked about it until we can't talk about it anymore like I'm over it and it's not to say that I'm over it like I'm being selfish. What I'm saying is, that's why I, I said wait. She may be over it, right? I'm saying that, considering the fact that, that you may not have healed completely from it, and that you're and I over get that. it. But that, and again, this may be selfish. That is his his personal issue. My thing is when he brings it up to me for us to rehash it again. I realize the error of my ways. Mm-hmm. I've seen that I hurt him. I don't want to go back down this road to go back to the point where whether or not if we're just talking about it or whatever I don't want to go back down this road where I know it was a period of time in our relationship that I hurt you so I don't want to talk about it mm-hmm. and I get this may be closure for you but like I, like I said I'm like well maybe you need to speak to Jesus or a therapist or somebody else I don't want to rehash this anymore and but I, you, I mean, but my thing is, so you get comfortable talking about it to other people. But I didn't cheat on them. But why is it more comfortable to talk? Mm-hmm. About because I didn't hurt them. But, but I'm saying though, but you say you over it, you don't want to relive it. But still, you'll bring it up in conversations with somebody else. Somebody else. If that's something in your past that you want to forget about and just be done with you wouldn't even bring it up to anybody well it depends on the person and the situation and because i feel like when you talk to other people about it you try to make jokes about the situation okay 
But no, it depends on the person and the situation. So I feel like, like with my friend, I feel like what she's doing now is what I went through. So what I was trying to do was use my situation as a learning tool mm. for her situation. Mm-hmm. You know, like even me and your sister, we talk we talk about it. But when I reference what I did. It's in reference to either her or another person I know that's going through a similar situation. It's not to talk about it to make a joke. I just feel like it's something that we went through, we got over, and I feel like I can use it. I can, <laughs> I can use it as a learning tool. I don't want to talk to you about it because you was the person that I hurt. So it's easier for me to talk to anybody else about. It. I didn't. I didn't fuck around on them. I didn't hurt them. Mm. So they're I mean, they gonna have their opinion about it, but they're not gonna have any true feelings behind it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I get so I don't So in a sense more so and it, this is just, you know, calling it for what it is, in a sense more so avoiding it. With him? Yeah. You avoid it. Yeah. To where the progression can't truly come until you face it head on, which you you've attempted to face it head on, but you didn't face it to a point to where he necessarily received the closure that was needed in order to move on. And I said this to you before when you and I were having a conversation just separately, we were talking that I was like, you know, there's still some underlying hurt that would cause. And this was just me after, because I I did not truly know until like the very first episode that I was on with you guys. There's still some, yeah. Then I went back and then I'm like, oh shit. But nonetheless, the moment that you guys can truly sit and have those uneasy conversations that may come from it, and you have to answer those answers of things that you may not want to rehash it can then become done one and done and over with and that it won't be rehashed again but see you're gonna have to determine what it is that you're truly looking for of finding out and what it is that you truly need to know to put this to bed to make it to a point to where you know what now, from what I see now, that there's confidence in knowing that, hey, that this will never occur again. But there are some questions that you still need answered for you that you guys need to sit and talk well, about. I say it's my point of, all right, you seen how earlier she talked about my ex mm-hmm. and the situation they had on. Mm-hmm. That hurt me. But because she it, could still go on and talk about that situation because it really meant nothing to her. Gotcha. But that situation with the God would meant something to her. She can't talk about. She can't bring too much about that situation up. I get like you. She picks and shoes on what she what she, she, really she want to talk about. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I, I can I can get that wholeheartedly. I mean, it's it's not gonna be a walk in the park. It no, definitely it definitely yeah it's, it's yeah. definitely not gonna be a walk in the park on either situation. 
but have you ever expressed that the itch, the situation with the ex caused some harm? Some calm caused some harm. Damn, I'm sounding like yeah. you now. Shit, that's cr- that's crowd starting to talk to me. It's about that situation. This crowd starting to fuck with my speech. We had conversations about every situation I had, but like I say, it's a certain situation that she feels like she can't relive with me. Like I say, any other situation, even though all the other situations hurt me, oh, but it didn't hurt you to that extent, though. It's just fight that how long the time frame that those things went on and the time frame when that one went on. I would almost say when it comes to hurt, you have to look at it in the same way that you look at sin. No sin is greater than the other. Hurt is hurt. And you've got to kind of, in a sense, understand that people deal with hurt differently to where as if a situation may have occurred vice versa for you you may be able to alright boom we done talked about this this shit ain't never gonna happen again this is what we've discussed I'm good for it I'm good now and I can move on and we can move on from it as opposed to where likewise with him is more so nah I need some more shit unpacked about this before I can truly just say I'm done with it so just I but like I said, it's just the fact that how she talked, like, like she say, she can make jokes about mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that shit was bad or whatnot. But uh, so here talking about the guy, you have never heard her say anything bad about that situation. True. I, I would say, and this isn't in, in an offense mechanism whatsoever. I mean, I don't expect you to shit shots or nothing. You know what I'm right. Yeah. But my thing, <laughs> my thing would be in. People deal with things differently. Yeah. Like take how prime example somebody that's prominent to everyone that's out in the open, Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. He takes his hurt and his pain and he deals with it through his comedy and his platform. Yeah. But quite naturally, I, I don't know if y'all have taken a look at the um I think it's um Don't Fuck This Up. Mm-hmm. I, oh, no. I watched a few episodes of it. Yeah, when he dealt with that whole issue with him cheating on, I, I don't know, Eno- Enoki, or however you say her name. It, it's, damn, I almost sound like them rims. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, you I'm know, it up. Yeah, something like her, that. Her name, and I, and, and I don't mean no disrespect. But yeah, I don't mean no disrespect. And, I, and you know, I, I, I hate I'm that I'm, I'm messing up a name, but I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, he deals with it through his comedy. And he, he makes jokes about it. But we all know that somewhere deep inside that there truly was some pain that was behind it. I.e., laugh at my pain. You know, what now? The shit that he names these comedy specials after... And that's his way of dealing with it and talking it out to where quite naturally, yeah, he had to do a lot of talking it out with her and fixing shit before he took it on the road. But even after fixing it with her, there was still underlying pain of which we got to get the entertainment value of it. But if you really think on it, on the entertainment value of it, that's his true pain that we're finding comedy off of. And what about her? Well, she... Right. She's she sitting in the audience while he's on stage talking about right. it, and all these people laugh at what she went through. And and of which, you know, obviously they had to go through a lot to fix that shit. 
you know, to where um, if you look at, like I said, go back and I believe they she specifically spoke on some of the things that they had to go through and experience in order to get themselves back to a point to where they could be the hearts and shit that he had to do as far as, okay, it's no more. I'm leaving you here in L.A. I'm going to Jersey. No. When I go to Jersey, you're going to Jersey. When I go to Philadelphia, you're going to Philadelphia. When I go to Florida, you're going to Florida. Hey, as soon as I come off stage, it's no more me going straight to the room. No, I'm coming to the dressing room with you. We're going to the room together. You know, those type of things and that kind of stuff, drastic measures that had to be put in place in order to get them right before he could come out to start making the, the jokes about these type of things to make it profitable for them so in this instance i say that to say maybe her way of making light of it or cracking jokes about it in a sense is her own therapeutic way of you know trying to deal with damn this is the pain that i caused t this is shit that i could have risked and fucked up you know this is her own that that may be her own mechanism of dealing with it but before dealing with it in that manner you and him have to come together and deal with it on a way of all right let me make sure that you are 100 percent healed from this let me do whatever it may take to give you the level of closure no matter how good bad or indifferent this is going to make me feel from having this discussion with you but let's sit down Let's say today we're going to have this talk. And at the end of this talk, we're going to be done with this. But see, you know what? We went to therapy a few times after that. So I thought with us going to therapy, Mm -hmm. it would somehow resolve itself. But it's resolved on your part. But that doesn't mean it was all on my part. And see, he doesn't say anything. And see, but quite he's, naturally, he's, in that instance, he's, 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 he's so nonchalant. But see, in that instance, it may be okay to talk about it in a group setting like that to have to the the igniter of the conversation. But the clarity and the closure doesn't come until it's a conversation just between the two of you. And not that outside party. Though they can sit there and say, well, hey, T, did you feel this way when this happened? Or how did you feel when this occurred? How did you feel when you found this out? But there are some things that quite naturally aren't going to come and not going to close until the fact of you and him without any outside sources. Because to be honest. I mean, I told you guys initially, I, I haven't seen my therapist, you know, since that very first episode. One, because of the simple fact that, one, she was fucking unprofessional. This motherfucker would, <laughs> what motherfucker would text me at down t- one of us. Was she black? Yeah, she was. I, love, I had a black therapist yes. now, and I love But this motherfucker would text me at, like, 10 o'clock at night. Hey, just want to confirm. No motherfucker text me during business hours, and then I, I mean I, I and we would get it. I, I'll never forget the very first time I went in there. She goes so, and it was just like that. 
what the fuck do you mean? So, are you gonna ask me some questions? I mean, I've never done this. I, you know, we've always been taught. No, you don't go lay on nobody's couch and spit. Yeah, she just like. So, what do you want to say to me? Um, I want to say to you, motherfucker, earn this goddamn copay that you about to fucking get. Ask me some fucking questions about what the fuck is going on with my life. That's what I want to say to you. Y'all my damn Yeah. So, like, basically, and I left. After our, our last after, um, visit, like, damn, she really, she really done shit for me. Like, I just really just went in there and talked through my own fucking issues and found my own fucking answers on my own. I just did like her job. Shit out to myself and then replied back to myself like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, motherfuckers, send me that copay back. I need this shit back in my pocket. You know, you can not, you can appeal the claim to get it back, right? Uh, uh, I need to, cause like shit. You know, like, hey, so I just don't feel like your services was up the car. Yeah, and then that that whole texting me ten o'clock at night the night before. Hey, just want to confirm our appointment. Um, I forget. What if I was already asleep? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shit. God damn. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, you know, sometimes, like I say, take take a day. You know, and try to, I say Iron Man it and hash out all issues. But like I say, you guys are a true inspiration, man. Like, for real, for real. Uh, for real, for real. Like, nobody thinks we fight. Like, everybody think that. I'm like, no, I mean, shit. Y'all, 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 y'all wouldn't be human if you didn't. Well, half the time, I don't think me and Tupac can stand each other sometimes. But we love each other. I mean. And that's what matters. It is what it for is. real, for real, that's what matters. You think so? That's what matters for? Somewhat. Damn. <laughs> I was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. You say somewhat. Shit. He's his daddy's son. You see this shit? You look, look you watch me. How is Uncle Al, man? I ain't, I ain't seen him in a minute. How is Uncle Al? Yeah, we that's, that's what's up, man. That is what's up. I lied to him. I told him I was gonna come around and help him get his appointment set up, but then at the end of last year, she said, she "Man, first thing we ever. came in. We were sick coming in the first of the year. Then February, I had to get my appendix taken out. And now this shit, the corona. Now we got the corona. So like, I mean, I'm one sorry. after the other. One you gotta after come to me at this point, nigga. I'm scared. My every time I leave out the house, I might have to go to the doctor. This is bullshit. I don't want nothing else removed. Shit, we might have to use that as a segue. I was trying to figure out at some point we was gonna be able to segue back to it. But appointments and interviews. Oh, yeah. So, Earthquake posted a skit of a young lady being interviewed. Uh, and it was basically interviewing millennials to where the girl just kind of goes on and on about, hey, matter of fact, don't call me on this day because... Um, don't call me on a Friday because I'm going to be getting ready to go out to the club and don't call me on a Monday because I'm going to be in the club the whole weekend long and I'm going to still be trying to recuperate from that month, you know, from that weekend long of clubbing. Um, and don't call me after five o'clock and just like a whole bunch of like millennial shit that you would expect millennials to respond at an interview. And I posted, you know, to him saying, you know, Hey, this is indeed so true because one of the questions that, in my role at my job, I, I interview a lot of our candidates. Uh, basically, as of recent, the vast majority of the employees of our company, I've been the one to interview them and make the decisions of who we hire. 
And one of the final questions that I ask, because to me it's a selling point, is why should I hire you? Irregardless of all the other questions that I've asked you throughout this interview, now there have been some ones to where I don't make it through all my questions because I know right then and there, yeah, this isn't going to be a good fit and I'm not going to waste the rest of my time to where I could go back and go do something more productive with my day. But I'm my take my break early, bitch. Yeah, like my ending question is always, "Why should I hire you?" And the response that I got from this one girl was, "Well, it's up to you. I mean, it's either you do or you don't. But you're gonna decide if you want me here if you don't." Hmm. And I mean, she yeah, she was a younger a younger girl, a millennial, and I'm like, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I've had some other questions, some other things that have. Happened from millennials. I've had them curse in interviews. I mean, just got like extremely comfortable and felt like, oh, wow. Hey, I I kid you. I swear for goodness. I had somebody say that. I had somebody interview me like, like, you know what I'm saying, my nigga? And I'm like, you do realize, though I am a minority, though I am a black, I am interviewing you for a fucking job. And it's my nigga? Really? Yeah, your character gonna like a hundred percent. Yeah, I can't have no. I can't have this. And then I had another girl. She just blatantly just like cursed throughout the interview. Like, well, you know what I'm saying. I mean, shit. I'm like, really? But when this girl hit me with this, well, it's it's up to you. I mean, you want me here, you don't. It's up to you. I'm like, wow, really? This is your response. This is what you're saying to me when I'm asking you this. And somebody happened to take the take the time to reply back to me, you know, sending this to Earthquake. And her exact words were, I'm not mad at her. That's a terrible and condescending question. To me, it's an indication of how ill-prepared the interviewer is. Are you serious? That question is an indication of an but interviewer that's, that's being ill-prepared? Long question. You Why should I hire you? Job, but yeah, even at McDonald's. From the, the last one that came in or the first one. Light bulb. Ding, 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 ding. A hundred percent, that's what it is. So I almost interview people. That's what I don't been asked that question a couple of times. That's what I believe is. everybody has. You've been asked that question, right, Lexus? Yep. And T, you just admitted yeah. that you've been at I've been asked hell before I got the job that I'm currently in, when I was just a regular employee, I was asked that question. Yeah. So it's it's a question that everybody fucking asks at any job. And I believe even when I worked in fast food, I was asked that question. So, I'm not one that comment trolls. That's on a lot of the fucking job applications. Exactly. Like, why Why do you feel that you're the like perfect... You why do you feel that you're the candidate? And if you get the interview, they're going to ask you that ask again. Ask you again. And that's an easy study question right now. Because uh-huh. you already know this question. Now, they it's don't ask that question. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Wait a I, I, I done practiced this. I done been prepared for this. I been talking about this shit in the mirror all week uh, long, uh, bitch. Wait a minute. Ask you, this you, question. You don't want my response to this? <laughs> I'm but for this, you gonna listen to my shit, goddammit. <laughs> you know, but for this person to say this, I initially wanted to just like kind of snap, cause I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He's been going back and forth. I, I'm not a comment troll like that. I, I don't, I don't troll <laughs> the comments like that. He doesn't. I don't. He doesn't. he doesn't. But like when I post different stuff on our Instagram page, 
he's inspiring me to be more active on our pages. Right? Yeah, because I mean, we're trying to grow this thing. We're trying to, I mean, and stuff like that. With you, like when I tell you, I smiled this week at looking at all the stuff and all the activity that you put out on Twitter in regards to the page on Instagram. Because we're trying to grow this thing. And, you know, whether it's through you, me, whatever, we're trying to make this thing bigger. Because our talk has been, at some point, maybe this is what we can do for a living. Yeah, not just a hobby. You know, not just something that we do in spare time. I think with me, and it goes back to like last week, I feel like we don't. I don't get the support. And then, like, it goes like, uh, Tavares is not a, a big social media person. Mm-hmm. I'm not either, you know. But... I feel like, okay, this is our podcast together. Mm-hmm. We both need to be doing Be active about doing it and spreading like it out there. I'm doing the editing. I got to do the social media shit. I got to answer questions. I got to look up stuff. I'm like, well, damn. God damn it. Do something shit. You know, something at mm-hmm. some point. Well, that's what I'm saying. I need the assistance to get the, all oh this stuff. See that? I feel you. You gotta get to it. We got. <laughs> hey, we gotta find you an assistant <laughs> to put it in play <laughs> so that we can do all of that. And then see, once we get his assistant, and then we get probably about 200, 300 more followers, then we can get your assistant. And then once we get your assistant, and then I get an assistant first because I've been doing this shit for the past year by my damn self. What is that? I've been carrying you. God damn it! No, so. No. But see, that's what I'm saying. Mm-mm. Once he do that, My then boom, is. then we get your assistant. Boom and then in. once we get his assistant, we get your assistant. Uh, once but like we got we get your assistant after we get about 300, 400 more followers. And then once we get your assistant, then you're going to go finish this fucking real estate test and pass that shit. And then we're going to get a couple more assistants and I'm going to sign the paperwork. And then we're going to do this whole thing and it's going to go where it need to be. But like I say, I don't troll comments. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't throw the comments. He doesn't. He I doesn't. don't. But when she said this, that shit struck a nerve. I had this one girl. I love her. Definitely went to school together. I don't know if she be waiting for him to like the fucking picture. <laughs> and she just go in. And then I be so lost because they already be. Those responded back in jail about three or four times. I mean, do they know if y'all know each other? No. No, I don't know who the fuck she I is. But I'll tell you the but one I thing. That- I scan I'm like, I'm lost. I just come in and say what the fuck I'm going to say and it's the fuck out. I'm like, you know what? It's between them. I'm well, the thing that got me with her, and it's, it's certain things that just like, it's trigger points. They go back where, to With her, she hit me with, she put a hashtag at the end of her post after her replying to my response. Mm-hmm. Simple minded. I don't want to call her this word, but bitch, I ain't simple-minded in a motherfucking way. Ain't shit about me simple. When I read that, by the time I caught caught up, they was already in a full-blown fucking debate, and I was yeah, like, um, like I'm, I'm, as my, I think I'm responding back to the general question. I don't know what happened. Yeah, what post this one? I um, this was about the wife, the wife, the wife and the side chick. They didn't sign, they didn't sign the divorce papers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, they, and he had uh, bought all this stuff with the side chick, and then he died. Yeah. And who got that? So we went back and forth about that. But then you gave me some backstory, so it made sense. But my thing is, she hit me with the simple minded. Ain't shit about me, simple minded. And this is the whole right? issue of, or the whole reasoning behind not your ordinary mofo. I may look like I'm just some dumbass nigga that don't know shit, but I guarantee you, irregardless, 
I can go stand on your corner and hang with the dope boys. I can go sit in your boardroom of a Fortune 500 company and I can sit in there and I can host a meeting. And you wouldn't, you would never expect that from me. But that's why I come up with the whole not your ordinary mofo. When but I, when she hit me with when that. Ed, when I got to her comment, before I even got back to his comment, I said, this ain't going to end well. <laughs> I'm going to try to insert my comment here. Right? <laughs> I don't think anyone read what the fuck I said. I don't even remember what the fuck I, I did. I said some I read things. it. I don't, think it re- I don't even think it pertained to the post. But I was just trying to like break up attention <laughs> and the post. Like they went back and forth about seven times and I was just like, mm. Oh, I wasn't that many times. It, wasn't it was a lot. But I was well, like, we did, yeah. I was like, you know what? This ain't for me. I just I'm had to let them have it and I'm gonna it's a stage love. That's why I did. I just politely just got the fuck about it there. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna like it and keep fucking moving. But again, I I, I took my normal approach. I said what I needed to say and I got a little, you know, the 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 petty Pendergrass side of me kind of came out, and I hit her with the the Whitney Houston hashtag. I said what I said, and then I also hit her with it was a vulture. But you know, I got called her a vulture. Hashtag away, goddamn it! Yeah, but old girl with this whole, you know, saying that my question is condescending. I mean, every fucking job that there is pretty much ask you this and you know obviously matter of fact um i don't even remember the lady's name but if i see it offhand i'll have to go back to my likes but even another um like this lady she's an actress and she kind of like agreed with what i was saying it was just like yeah it made sense but i hit this lady and i was like well i would actually like to know how is that truly condescending that question is basically a tool to utilize to find out if a person can one sell, act, and persuade. It's utilized for someone to set themselves aside from hundreds of other candidates, even if it's only five other candidates. It's your final opportunity to sell yourself as to why you should be chosen out of anybody else that I've interviewed throughout this day. Why should I pick you over the next person? And you say that that's condescending? No, it's not a fact of the interviewer being ill-prepared. It's the person that's the applicant that's ill-prepared if you find that to be a condescending question. And quite naturally, maybe you need to sit your ass on IG all day fucking long because that's the only thing you're going to be good at because you're not going to be able to sell yourself at a job. Like, do you feel that the question of why should I hire you is a condescending question? Do you feel that it's harsh? Do you feel like that's something that really would trip somebody up? It's trip up. Obviously so. That's why she don't like my questions. <laughs> yeah. Not got hired. Multiple times. You've taken that long car ride ass back home and like, damn, why they didn't offer me the job on the spot? Because, motherfucker, you failed miserably at the question of why should I hire you? You gave me the wink and the gun. <laughs> <laughs> the wink and the gun. You're in there. Nah. Like. And then I had like, one other one that like really took the cake. Because I'm me. Oh, okay. Well, who the fuck are you? Are you Jesus' second coming? Because I'm me? It's, are you Briscoe, bitch, I'm me? The fuck you mean because I'm me? Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Mm. And this is our youth of the future. This is that. So when we, like, this is when we get up in age, mm-hmm. who we've got to depend upon as being mm-hmm. leaders. Like, 
if that's what we got to depend upon, Corona, take me the fuck out now. <laughs> if that's what we got to depend upon, they, let me get my last couple of coughs in and take yeah, me the I fuck know. out. <laughs> like, we damn. Said my bunkie did, bro. <laughs> Hey, let when I go to eat this good ass Easter dinner tomorrow, let me not be able to taste the collard greens. Let me not be able to smell the shit cooking. If this yeah, is who we got, to, I can't bro, smell a motherfucking thing. If this is who we got to depend upon to to take care of our nation in the future, is a motherfucker to tell me why should I hire you? Oh, because I'm me. Like, that's what's up. Or well, I would have broke character right there. I'm we'll like, that's give you a up. call. Like that, that is what's up Okay um, You gotta get the fuck out bro Yeah well I did do You know after I will say this That one young lady did inspire me To go back and do Some researching on Interviewing And one key thing that I've Started to do with my interviews When I interview people now Is even if I determine that You are not the proper fit to give you some knowledge to where if you go on the next interview, maybe you won't fuck up as much as you did with me. And I kind of have started, you know, trying to give people some types of jewels or nuggets to take with them to go forward. Like, hey, you know, not saying that you and I, I don't tell them flat out because I don't want to crush them right now in front of me because I've had one that where. I knew that this interview was going nowhere, but she kept asking me questions to prolong the interview. And I'm like, yeah, I just want to go back to my office. I just want to go back to my desk. Um, I don't want to answer any further questions. But, you know, I kind of just, hey, not to say that you're not getting this role because I'm not going to make the final decision of this. HR will, you know, reach out to you after the fact. But maybe, you know, going forward. You know, when somebody asks you this question, this is how you may want to possibly pose it. This is posed as a reason for this. And I do have like one question that throws everybody like completely off the wall. And it's if you could be any animal in the world, what would it be and why? Has absolutely nothing to fucking do with the job. But it also gives me eyesight if you're quick on your feet. If you've got a, um, well, darn, what kind of animals are there that I could be? You're like, damn, a jackass. (laughs) 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 But if you can really just like immediately come off with a response in our line of work or what we do, you've got to be able to rebut certain things. You've got to be able to have a quick rebuttal. And the last thing that you need is for somebody to say some shit to you on the phone and you got to sit there and ponder on your response. You've killed the whole cadence of that call and you're not going to be successful in it. But if you can be like, hey, what animal, if you could be any animal in the world, what would it be and why? Well, I want to be a lion because they're a leader. And you, or you can immediately rattle off. I want to be a dog because they're man's best friend or they're peaceful. Or I want to be whatever the animal may be. If somebody says something to you on the other end of that call, you can rattle that shit right back off to them or you can rebut that. You can quickly think on your feet like I think that's what made has made me more successful at bringing people aboard to our company to where the vast majority of the people that I've brought aboard, they're still aboard as opposed to where others. Yeah, they may have lasted a week or two because you don't go in to try to 
dig to find what a person is thinking or find these type of things to figure out character traits of a person. But I, I just I try to leave people with information to help them further along because at the end of the day, I get it. Money is what's needed to survive. Mm-hmm. You you need a job in order to earn money to do stuff legally, rather. And I want to make sure that, hey, if I can't bring you aboard here, let me tell you something that's going to help you get somewhere else. Maybe you can go waste their time for a couple of weeks. I'm going to give you some tools to help you get your ass in the dough. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. Now, have you ever had a person you hired and a couple months later been like, Yep, <laughs> I most certainly have. I, I'm I just literally maybe about damn. When the fuck did we fire? Um, probably about three weeks ago. Yeah. Maybe about three weeks or so ago. Um, we termed a girl. Um, of which, quite naturally, she sold the shit out of herself in the interview. But, like, week number one after her being there, I was like, damn, was I fucking drunk or high when I interviewed her? Why the fuck did I bring her aboard? And it's actually maybe one or two people that's that's like that, that, you know, that kind of did that, that they sold herself and really masked those character issues in the interview to where I could not peg it or pick up on it. But I was able to see that, you know what, there's some potential within this person to where we could make something out of it. And one or two of them, you know, we're still being able to get some production out of them. But this one girl, I I take full blame. I take 100% full blame because I thought that she was going to be a heck of a lot more than what she turned out to be. And I even gave her a pass once. Like, you came to work fucked up. I mean, fucked up to where, like, I walk past her and I'm like, oh, shit, that's vodka. She smells like a fucking brewery. So I, I say, hey, what'd you do? I, I took her in the conference room, talked to her. I'm like, hey, um, are you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. What do you mean? What's wrong? I say, be honest with me. Are you sure? Are you sure you're okay? You can function? Well, well. Well, yeah, I, I think I can. I'm good. Okay, let me plan it to you black and white now. You smell like a brewery. Are you drunk right now? Well, n- no, I'm not drunk, but I did go out drinking last night. So you got a fucking hangover. You're still fucked up. So I'm going to give you a pass. Go home, sober the fuck up, and go. If you show back up here tomorrow, I expect for this to never fucking happen again. Yeah. Okay. A week or two passed. Everything seemed to be all right. Somebody brought it to my attention. Like, hey, such and such might be messed up, but I couldn't catch it that day. Yeah. But lo and behold, as they say, history repeats itself. Mm. The very next fucking day, you come back from lunch like 15 minutes late. And with another employee, and your face is redder than fucking Rudolph's red nose. Oh, shit. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're stumbling. You're slurring your words. I'm like, hey, you know what? I talked to you before. Get your shit the fuck out of my office. You're done. You're done. 
And I really one, two, maybe two drinks makes me an alcoholic. Like, and this, but and matter of fact, in between that first time, you called out one day, and you had already told like some of your colleagues, and already talked to them on Facebook. Yeah, we got fucked up last night, and I'm just gonna walk to work so that I can maybe try to sober up before I get there because you stay like not too far from work. But I'm just like, are you kidding me? You mean to tell me, and this is like midweek at that. This is the thing that got me. You did this shit on like a Wednesday. You mean to tell me you couldn't wait 48 fucking hours to a Friday to go get fucked up when you got off from work? You had to go do it on lunch? Like, I I, I don't understand. I I don't understand. I mean, and in the day and times that we reside in, but also at the same time, I take that back. I do understand because my theory is being... Us as quote unquote the minority, we take shit a little more seriously. We had to work a little bit harder for shit that we achieve in life. Yeah. But them on the other hand, they're entitled. And quite naturally, I can't call my mama right now and say, Hey, Ma, I just lost my fucking job. Can you pay my rent? Well, son, seems like you better figure it out or you better start interviewing and applying really quickly. Okay. As opposed to Oh shoot. Um, with me or with them, she can call and say, Hey, mom, I need my rent paid. And mom and dad is okay. It'll be in your account in 20 minutes or, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm not that person. My mom would be like, shit, I need mine paid too. Shit. You gonna pay my son. I'm gonna pay TJ's rent. Hell yeah, I'm gonna pay my son. Okay. Gonna have him and his girlfriend stand up. Like, hey, mom. <laughs> 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 I don't know though. TJ be my little bodyguard, so I might. Uh-huh. That's my baby. Hey. <laughs> the sad part is, we played Uno last week, and TJ was down here playing with us. Right? TJ would not set me or his auntie up. He ain't gonna set us up. And Rob was getting so pissed. Man, you got this in your hand. TJ like, don't worry about my hand. Like, as long as me and my sister-in-law sat down at that table, he like, bruh, I ain't finna set him up. But he was fucking up Rod. Nah, he you played a win. Nah. And was getting yeah. out. Nah, you played a win, man. But my daughter, she on her own. She can be by herself. She got right there and give shit about nobody but herself. <laughs> that's your baby. Hey, that's how you, man. Sorry, you play the way. Sorry, don't give shit about nobody but her grandma, Anna. What? Now, TJ, my baby, he gonna say me, my sister-in-law, my mama, though. What? Sorry, just like, well, me and my grandma, Anna got it. Okay, well, y'all going over there in the corner some goddamn what then. <laughs> Let y'all have at that. Y'all got any closing words before we wrap it up and get out this car? Tavares? Mm-hmm. God damn it. You need two cards. Hey, hey, I told you, man. That damn rent. Hey, you got to be careful with that damn laser, man. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Anything you want to add? Uh, I'm good. What are your thoughts on the whole weekly meeting with your spouse? Did I answer that? Mm-mm. I didn't answer that? Nah. Yeah, you're supposed to be on my side right there. My, my bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bad, bro. You um, said don't take sides, though. Anyone he said? Um, I'm not taking sides. That's just agreeing no. with me. Um, oh, I'm down with that. 
I'm down with having a week in the cow power. The asshole is home every night. And Y'all. then he'll come back at uh, 3 o'clock with this fucking motorcycle in the background. I hate that I shit. I that motorcycle in the man. Right. Right. <laughs> that motorcycle ain't got nothing to do with us at all. Really? Nah. He live out here. Oh, he live out here? Yeah. But so three o'clock around this time and around about three o'clock in the morning, he don't, I'm like, God damn it. So at three o'clock in the morning he returning? He he'll leave out. It doesn't be long. And you hear him come back. I'm like, but damn, where the fuck did you go at? So then that's when Papa Willie's down. <laughs> nah, that's when what you do, y'all go over to Uncle Jerry's house. Get you gonna have to take a jump starter and jump <laughs> jump start that on car that's in the driveway. And at about three o'clock in the morning, pull out right when this motherfucking ass in the trunk and clip the back tire off that bitch. He won't speed up and down this motherfucker waking nobody up no more. I don't hear his ass after the rain though. I'm like he's smart, but so weekly meetings for us. Yeah, we can do a weekly meeting. There you go. I've been trying to weekly meeting and ask him about my head game. So maybe I'll incorporate the relationship skills in that too. No? There you go. Look at that. Pro- <laughs> Come on, man. Progress. Like love. Shut the fuck up. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to have to. Hey. I'm going to check up on y'all after y'all month. Y'all on weekly yeah, meeting. I'm going to check up on y'all. Hey. him therapeutic advice. And he over here trying to therapy. Yeah, you was. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Don't do that. Yeah, you look that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but wait, I'm gonna tell you what her advice was. It's both of y'all motherfucking fault. I did. I say, God damn. And I and I told her the same thing. And damn. then I proceeded to tell her why I thought she was stupid. Because I was like, You allowed it. I said, not he can't even take blame for this. This is what you allow. All right, yeah, people don't know what the hell y'all talking about. What the fuck going on? I'm, y'all, y'all can't be good. I threw some blue. That kind of probably anything. But, Fred, you got anything else you want to add? Um, nah, just stay safe. Wear your fucking mask, people. And um, it's starting to be a requirement. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Stay well. safe and wear your fucking mask. Um, that's the only thing I really got. I mean, you can always follow me on Twitter and Instagram, just red nine oh four. On Twitter, ordinary mofo at ordinary mofo on Instagram at not your ordinary mofo. Um, I ain't even gonna say it this week because everybody gonna be like, damn, this motherfucker keep talking about he gonna do his own shit <laughs> and it ain't came yet. So yeah, when when it happens, it's gonna happen. But um, I'm giving him some of the tools. He's yeah, <laughs> he's the co-host now. He's he's one of the co-hosts. Yeah, he's one of the co-hosts now. Hey, there it is, man. Chris, just how you on there? Oh. I think I got a blank page. I need well, to. Goddamn, what you been doing? Carrying your ass. <laughs> we just talking about this shit. Fifteen minutes ago, nigga, I've been carrying you. This shit for a year. Nah, <laughs> bullshit. Put that on me. You can do something. Want you to. Didn't we hire him to be the marketing director when you first came on? Yeah, we, we did. We did talk we about marketing. I'm trying, but I can't get my assistant. Yeah. If I had my assistant, I could give her my ideas. Man, fuck you and this assistant. Hey, for real, for real. We, we actually, man, we're going to take some of these. I got a bunch of fucking ideas. And we're going to put all this shit in motion. And I give us six months to a year. Six months to a year, and we'll be able to walk in somebody's. We'll be able to walk in somebody's establishment and say, "Fuck you, I'm out." 
Oh, I, I did that already. You know, but no shit, Sherlock. Not you did that. Shout out to them boys. Damn. <laughs> they big. Wow. Right they big. Right yeah. Yeah. God. <laughs> well, I, 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 won't, I won't go off and say that. Because, I mean, shout out to them. Um, that was not me. I don't. Let that be known. I know of some of them. I know of them. I want in particular a lot of love and care for, you know, most definitely. Um, you know, wish them mad success and everything, but know that, you know, the Rivers Post is indeed coming for you. Coming. That's all it is. We out there. You know, not, there's nothing wrong it's with a, a little competition. friendly competition, you know. <laughs> you get me shook now. I'm scared. How, it's going to be one of them posting, one of them training somebody else like Floyd did his son. I don't understand <laughs> shit, bro. We got rap beefs all the time. We got podcast beef. Hey, there it is. You know. <laughs> yeah, we won't put no slander out there. Nothing like that. But, um, yeah, most definitely. And again, those of y'all that's looking, you know, listening, you know, locally, shout out to my homegirl over there on Minecraft, always showing love to the community, slinging some of the best ribs. And oh my God, that blue magic cake, Jesus. <laughs> I swear for goodness. Hey, matter of fact, next episode, I'm going to make sure that we write. I'm going to make sure that we write next episode that everybody that's in here that we, we got some of that blue magic case, that cake. Oh my goodness. That shit is. Yeah, but make sure that you put out there that we don't own the rights to this music because um, we, we, we probably are up to what 20 followers or so now, and we ain't making no money. So I don't think any, hey, we might be at 20 this week. So you know, I don't think that any of us can afford to get sued right motherfucking now. Um, hey, that, that might, hey, for real, you know, and that might be it, but definitely, hey, if y'all are listening. A staple in this community, a staple that's been in this city, um, and she brought it up today, 87 years, man. Hollis Barbecue has withstood a lot, and it's, you know, stood tall in the hood. Make sure y'all go out and support my homegirl, Wendy Hollywood Holly. Like I said, slinging some of the best ribs, curlicues, and fries that there is out there. Oh, my God. No shit, was amazing. Um, I, I, I went back twice. Don't, don't talk about it. Be about it. I went back twice. And that motherfucking cake I can my pound here tonight And just wish it was some of this fucking blue badge of cake Hey well they end this shit so you can start baking now So then maybe it's done By the time we go Hey y'all that's been another episode Of the Lord's <laughs> Post you got <laughs> Hey No he's not gonna look at this court me But no we are wrapped up You got anything else you need to add no. Nah I'm good mama um, As always like I said we've been a Rivers Post You can Find us on Instagram and Twitter at The Rivers Post. And then any questions, comments, concerns, topics, feel free to email us or DM us. Um, email us theriverspost at gmail.com. Always like, share, and subscribe. Bam. There you go. So until next time, I'm quite sure we're probably going to record next week. Since he's been on the payroll, we've been actually been consistent. Yay. Hey, I mean, at re- reality, shit, we ain't got nothing else to do unless, yeah, we quarantine. Yeah, so, hey, let's let's give the people what they need to want. Oh, my God. So, let me end this episode so I can bake this cake. Ooh. <laughs> so, they can lick the bowl and shit. <laughs> As always, it's been. Cakes it's and pies. Cakes and pies. I'll let you next time.